I know I'm not as smart as you guys with all this computer shit. But hey, I'm still alive, ain't I? I mean, you got to be running out of bad guys by now, right? Huh? Gabriel? Honestly, you can tell me. I mean, how's that work? Got some kind of service or something? Some kind of 800 number, 1-800 henchman? Oh, you know what? I bet you're still on hold with, can I get another dead Asian hooker bitch over here right away? <laughs> Hello. That's what they do. I'm Shelly Duvall. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Fascinated with Films. What's going on? Why would you sell seashells by the seashore? People can just go get them themselves. You missed the point of that exercise. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so we're coming off our Halloween pod. Hopefully, everyone had a. Cool Halloween. I, I assume neither of you guys have trick or treaters. I was telling you, I had one random one. <laughs> yeah. You guys live out They might be dodging bullets. Yeah. You ain't getting candy. You getting uh, you getting lead. Yeah. You getting no. lead. Dave, Dave saw where I live. There's there's no trick or treaters coming to my place. <laughs> <No. laughs> you are out the there. Yeah, yeah. Like I never, I had never been south on that road before. Oh yeah. Justin lives in the sticks. I live in the sticks, but yeah. Justin lives in the yeah. sticks too. I live out there, but not in the sticks. Yeah. Paul doesn't. <laughs> Clear on the other side of town. Yeah. So yeah, there wasn't much, but there was a lot of stuff that happened in town. I saw. Not that I participated in, but <laughs> did you go to Publix at all? The grocery store. They I let did, dress and there was a couple and, of oh, yeah. people with seriously lame costumes. Yeah. <laughs> like to the point, I was. We like, saw a couple pirates and stuff like that. But like, yeah. what, what are you even? Someone yeah. just put a bunch of dirt on their face. <laughs> but for kids, I did see a couple kids trick or treating in there because they, every department has candy to give out to kids. Oh uh, really? They? Yeah, I saw huh. one kid walk up to like the seafood department and then just. He they gave him some up. shrimp. Yeah. Here's shrimp. Publix. You may want to steam them first before you eat them. <laughs> Publix is so expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're not from Florida or the Southeast, it's a uh, it's kind of the monopoly of grocery stores around here, really. Yeah. And now we're being inundated with all the... It's, everything's 20 ones. or 40% higher yeah. than, yeah. like, Hitch- I love the, Hitchcock's or Save the, a lot. When I go there, I just get all the buy one, get one free stuff. Yeah. That's all I get. They do really well with and their... And ours is uh, really bad on, in Jonesville for some reason. Huh. Well, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's tuning in. This is our review. Cucumbers oh, are on sale this week. Oh, you like cucumbers? <laughs> so let's move on. So what? this was originally going to be a kind of actor-actress pod, but we, <laughs> got we realized... <laughs> well, no, I, I realized that both these actors and actresses have so many good damn movies that it was so hard to trim them down to like the normal... Cause we try to Who like was to the keep actress? It, uh, Meryl Streep. So Meryl we'll do Streep. a Meryl uh, pod on our own one of these days. But the, the actor, I was watching all these movies, and I remember texting Dave and Justin being like, you know, I think we should make a change of plans. I think we should just do solo this actor because there's just so many of them out there, and I'm going to have to leave some. Ma- even even doing 12 on here, I'm leaving off probably five or six really big ones that people are going to be like, how can you do this pod without him? In there? Well, we did one last week. Yeah, well, that's not yeah. last week, but a couple Two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, and I was really disappointed when I got the text because I really wanted to talk about Mamma Mia. <laughs> it was just did, for, did you know? Oh, my just God. Just for people listening, Mamma Mia you. was not on the list of movies. <laughs> was she in Mamma Mia? Uh, oh, yeah, Meryl Streep was. She, she was, was, she was the like mom the in Mamma Mia. Oh, really? Yeah. So... The person we are going to talk a lot about this pod, and if you didn't know from the uh, description, (laughs) I pretend you don't know, but you've read the description before you've clicked on this, is the 
phenomenal Bruce Willis. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker! Right. <laughs> I, I would have loved to name the pod that, but you know that iTunes is not going to put up a, a, a Yippee Kaye, motherfucker line on their well, site. Well, you so. could just I could do the star. Yeah, thing, exactly. But nah. I've got a I've got a better name already. <laughs> you'll, you'll, I'll tell you. Off. Sure, come on over, have a few drinks, <laughs> we'll have a good time. No, what the, I'll, I'll I don't know if I'll ultimately maybe I'll have to go with it now because I'll say it <laughs> on the pod. But it was actually a, it's actually a good name for it too. It's it uh it's uh does it sound like a mortar and a pizza? <laughs> that was my favorite line from when he's up on top of the uh, uh, the tower screaming at the nine one one operator. Yeah. In Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've got twelve movies picked out here. Some of the movies we're not going to be talking about, and we can mention them before. We can mention them afterwards after we do these. If we if it hits us, some of the ones he does because he has done. We could have made this a twenty uh, movie pod, but we don't want it to go on for too too long. So I tried to pick the, the some of the best ones, some of the ones that we haven't talked about recently. Like the one you're talking about is Pulp Fiction. I'm guessing. No. Oh, you're talking about another one. Which other one? Six oh, Sense. Six Sense. Yeah. That's kind of the one that, that made a, the most a, money. One of the ones that made the most money. Maybe. Oh, man, no. he's. I don't know how many look, movies Bruce. This how much is his my theory of Bruce Willis. His ratio of good to bad movies. Yeah. Is really. Hot. He has a lot of good movies. Oh, yeah. I don't. I can't even name yeah. any real. Well, no, the fact that you could do twenty on on him is is amazing because l- most actors out there, if you were going to do a twenty, uh, kind of twenty movie pod on them, you would have to be putting some bad ones in yeah. there to talk about. First one that comes to mind that isn't on the list to me is uh, Color of Night. Interesting. I really Color like. I really like that. that that's movie. a really. Let me see the list. One. Let me gant. Uh, Take a gander. The last Man Standing didn't make the list. Yeah. And it could have been on the list, but I figured there's there's also places hostage. we're going to put. Hostage was another one that we could easily put mm-hmm. on this list. Not that these movies that we don't put on this list are not going to be worked into other pods yeah. because they, they ultimately will. And uh, Armageddon's not on the list. <laughs> See, I thought for sure he would put that on here. You finally get a chance to talk about it. In an we've talked about I, it. I remember I, on the wild card joked pod. About it. I, well, I talked about it on the wild card. It you was his number one. Oh, you don't remember my poem? <laughs> I, remember, I, I, I blocked, listen to it every night. I blocked I it out. <laughs> but yeah, and we could jump around on some of these and everything. And we could we could end with the biggie that has like a three part kind of thing going on to it. Hmm. Uh, there. Well, no, it's actually more than three parts, but. We'll stick with three parts. We could go four parts on it, and I would be completely happy. I would, I would argue not to make it the five part. <laughs> you all know what we're talking about once we get there. Yeah, right. Unless you have figured it already. It's not many movies he's done uh, a whole shitload of sequels of. Like I could, he done did that bit part in what was the Expendables two. Yeah, he, he was, was in also one, he was in like one GI and two. Joe two. Yeah, he, yeah, Expendables so one and two. That. Yeah, I liked him in. Uh, in uh, Lucky Number Eleven, yeah. Lucky Number Eleven, he was yeah. good in. Uh, one of his first movies that he ever did, I loved him in, was uh, Blind Date. Oh yeah, was, that you was remember great. that with John Larroquette and, uh, Kim, and Basinger. Uh, yeah, Kim Basinger? Yeah, Kim Basinger. She played wasted. drunk. She yeah, was like wasted for so the first funny. half yeah, of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really fun. That was really fun. <laughs> the first half of the movie was just enjoying Bruce Willis react to her being drunk, and then the second part of the movie was just watching John Larroquette go crazy. Yeah, that shit. Nuts. And all that was like right around the time of uh, Moonlight. Yeah. You know? Is that was that your first experience or exposure yeah, to I, Bruce I, Willis? Yeah, probably because uh, my mom used to love that show, so I used to watch it with her when I was a kid. Yeah. So we caught it every once in a while. For I sure. liked it. Yeah, Sybil Shepherd was huge back in the day yeah. too, uh, popularity wise, and uh, it it kicked off. You know who else was in it? Was uh, 
Ogre. Yeah. From Revenge of the yeah, Curse. Absolutely. Armstrong. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah, he worked in the office. Yeah. He, that's kind of what he was like the his, secretary. That was his like first like serious shit after <laughs> doing like kids' movies and, and stuff. Collecting shells. By the seashore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you good. <laughs> so I don't know if we want to just randomly jump around here on this list, and we can just go in and talk about some uh, some great Bruce ones. You uh, you're the you're the master of ceremony. All so right, I'll take it. Uh, I'll take. Let me take. Bruce Willis for a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are in luck. <laughs> Who is? Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we got here. All right. everybody, these guys used to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about a movie that I loved when it came out in the theater, and it was uh, it started a lot of great stuff, and I know Dave has recently seen it. It's 1993's Striking Distance. Oh, yeah. Now, this is arguably one of the ones that probably it could have passed a lot of people's radar, and, and they may not have seen Striking Distance. Mm-hmm. I saw it in the theater. I loved it on VHS. I had it on VHS and played it all the time, man. Yeah. Just Sarah had, Jessica Parker wasn't huge. No. This is like one of her first this was, major roles. Right? Well, she, she had was been the in, lead female in that. Uh, no, I meant this is one before of that. Her, oh, oh, one of her first I movie roles. Yeah. Yeah. Main movie I mean, role. she did supporting actor in like Fast Times at Ridgemont High and uh, a lot of those early movie. ones she had done just randomly. In. But yeah, this was the big one. And this was before Hocus Pocus, and what was the obviously, TV show obviously she, Sex in the, the City is where she kind of went. Uh, She's married to Matthew. Brown. Skyrocket. Yeah, they still married. Oh wow. Yeah. She's married to Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and this movie had a strong cast, man. A lot of great yeah, old yeah. school characters. Crazy. Dennis Farina, uh, John Hargitay, uh, John Hargitay, Don uh, John Sizemore, John Mahoney, uh, John Mahoney, uh, not Hargitay. Uh, <laughs> you know that's funny. Uh, Haggerty uh, is our family's name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mahoney. I forgot it was Mahoney, and he was the guy. He was the, He's dad the guy from, from Frasier. Frasier. Yeah. The guy oh, from okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you've got the guy from Murphy Brown that we were yep. just talking about, uh, Robert. Uh, uh, God, very Italian name. What is his name? Uh, Robert uh, Spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. that's no, that's not it. No, I'll look not it, it up. <laughs> Why don't you tell us the main kind of premise of Striking Distance, there, Dave? So. It starts out you you get a sense. There's a couple different things happening. Yeah, you, you know? get a Bruce Willis is kind of he he testified against his partner who is his cousin. Yeah, and because his, I guess his cousin had beat up a suspect or something. Yeah, his name is Robert Pastorelli. Pastorelli. And he recently uh, died so too. Not he, recently, actually, like ten years ago he died. That's not recent. <laughs> <laughs> so he he gets kind of shunned by the rest of the force, and this is in Pittsburgh. And he's got a big family that's cops, like you know, his cousins and his uncles, and Tom right. Sizemore is his cousin, and his uncle, and his Dennis uncle Farina. is Dennis, Far- Dennis Farina, and um, Brian James is the asshole cop yeah. in this too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, fighting. they're just the whole time they're fighting on yeah. each other. <laughs> and uh, so, so you have this background element, which was very almost coplandish. Yeah. It had a very Copland feel. Because yeah. he jumped off a bridge. Yeah. He didn't die. Yeah. Just like Copland. Yeah. His uncle was protecting Spoiler him. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> just like Copland. <laughs> I mean, it was. It reminded me a lot, like, the tight-knit cop group. It was. It was more of a mystery movie, I it think. It was, yeah. Than uh, Copland. But there was a serial killer, too. Yeah, and that, it was really cool, and they played that great, uh, hey, little Miss Ride, Red, oh, Red Red Riding yeah. Hood. And then he drove around that little, that little that remote little control, remote police, control car. police car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would tie people up, and then he would drive it around the house and then bump it into their foot repeatedly yeah. to kind of wake them up and oh. everything. 
So wasn't he like dumping the bodies in the river because yeah. Bruce Willis was like Marine Patrol? Exactly. He well, Bruce that was Willis that wasn't him. first. If so, yeah, that's true. They caught somebody and they convicted him, sentenced him to death. A bullshit person, a, a Pat, like Patsy, uh, big time. And uh, Bruce Willis was <laughs> like immediately when he saw it was like this little yeah. guy who was like five two. Yeah, and he was he's like, like how he couldn't he even pick these girls up, yeah. let alone kidnap them. Yeah. yeah. So he, Bruce Willis from the get go was like. And uh, Bruce Willis's father died in the yeah. in the chase mm-hmm. that to get ultimately this killer. the uh, what was his name the killer the uh, it was like an area the pine something killer or something I can't like remember. that yeah and but yeah you you assume that the this serial killer killed Bruce Willis's father Bruce Willis kind of gets disgraced uh, for outed for kind of yeah. testifying against his partner for a whole separate thing which was just kind of uh yeah you're going against he the was code. violent or something like that on the on the job or something like yeah, that, yeah. that he what fucked it was. his knee up and then they so they demoted him to like a river rat just like kind river of, dog they ri- called them river, river dogs, dogs. Mm-hmm. which looked like a pretty fun yeah, job, like job to me <laughs> i would like, fuck if you're yeah. in a cop in a boat all day yeah. long yeah. dude I, I can't tell you how many times i've been fishing and now patrols just yeah. been sitting in pittsburgh in january pittsburgh in january on the boat yeah yeah right I just remember seeing. I rem, it reminded me of the Wire. Remember when McNulty got? got oh, exactly. He's yeah. like, "Where don't you want to go? Yeah, yeah. I'll go anywhere except on the river." Oh, man, <laughs> and the next scene, that. you see him <laughs> loading his shit on the boat. <laughs> yeah. So then the uh, the killings kind of stop for a little while, uh, not too long, but then they start up again, and yeah. bodies start showing up in the river, and Bruce Wolf is pulling the bodies out, and shortly into it, he realizes. Hey, you know, I've dated all these women. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it and it they made they did a really good job of making it look like Tom Sizemore yeah. might have been Or Farina, because Farina was kinda always trying to push the other agenda when it came to uh the the serial killer or what Bruce yeah, Willis yeah, yeah. was That's asking right. him for. And you were kinda concerned uh with it, that Farina might have Then he got a new partner. It. Yeah. You mm-hmm. really thought it was Sizemore through the whole thing. And anyone yeah. who's seen Sizemore movies before. Oh, yeah. I always that. think it's him yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. Yeah. He did it. Yeah. But they did a great uh, job of kind of throwing you off by putting that guy in the role, too. Yep. So, mm-hmm. And we didn't assume that Pastorelli, we thought he was gone, man, when we first saw oh, him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I watched this today. You probably, you're a lot more keen to those kind of movie effects yeah. and yeah. tricks that they do in movies right. that you can't get shit behind anyone anymore. Yeah. He's dead. He's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. gave him something to slow his pulse down. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. Yeah, everyone's a freaking... Uh, CSI. CSI investigator. That would never really happen because the trace DNA that fell off of the body... Like, I, I, I think I ruin a lot of... TV shows for Maria. If I'm, uh, we don't watch a lot together anymore. But when we <laughs> out, is this why? Maybe. But I used to be like, they would never get. Her, look at all the look at he's yeah. doing. They would catch him in like a, an instant. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sure she thinks the same thing, but she's able to like not. Yeah, think and, about and that. that's what I do. And you got to suspend a lot of disbelief when it comes to certain movies. I, there's so many times in movies that I've watched, and I'll be like, well, that couldn't happen. Well, whatever. Okay, I'll, yeah, give, I'll yeah. give them that. I mean, and, and yeah, there are some things. And I, I mean, can't, if you can be a fan of Marvel movies. Yeah, there's some things you can't Exactly, forget. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're into fantasy and stuff like that, and it's ultimately you're, you've got to suspend a whole lot. Yeah. Because you know it's not The ring work. wasn't his precious. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is bullshit, man. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so they... I can't remember, and we don't have to give it away, but I can't remember who the killer was, like how he was related to Bruce away, Willis. Yeah, and we, we could probably give it away on this one. Yeah. But we haven't talked about Sarah Jessica Parker yet. Let's, okay. Yeah, uh, so they bring her. He, yeah. he shows up, and is that Kim, Timothy Busfield? Yeah, Timothy Busfield. <laughs> he kept um, revamping him. In the, yeah. 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 
That's right. And he made. He, he was did, from that TV show. That, yeah, Saint Elsewhere. I think he was on. No, Saint it was the one with. Wasn't he? Wasn't Corky? Wasn't he on the one with Corky? No, thirty something. No, no, no. Was no he was. He was on thirty something. I'm pretty sure, or Saint Elsewhere. One of those two. He wasn't on. It was a nighttime. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't a daytime sitcom. No, no, no. That's where he started. That's where he kind of got famous. I think it was Saint Elsewhere because wasn't he? Uh, I don't remember. A uh, Saint Elsewhere. They were all. Um, what do you call it? doctors? I think he was a doctor in it. Anyways, he was Revenge of the Nerds. That's, That's where right. I know him. He was about. the one with the giant He was cowlick. Poindexter. Yeah, he was Poindexter, man. <laughs> yeah, with That's that off-shaped red hair. I love when they do the concert and he's got his yeah. hair all spiked oh, with yeah, the yeah. violin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was kind of uh, opposition to Bruce Willis and this. Made him fly off the boat at one point and everything. Twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Deborah Jason Lee came in and... Jeffrey Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. No, no. <laughs> wow. He saw Don't watch movie. the movie for her. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Sarah uh, Jessica Sarah Jessica Parker. I knew it was a three-name chick. Yeah, right? yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica A. Fox, wasn't it? <laughs> I totally lost you. <laughs> but uh, we find out she's IA at a certain point, too, and we get to see Andre Brower really early on, you know, the yeah. guy from The Mist yeah, yeah, yeah. and Homicide and everything. Mm-hmm. He's he's has so much presence in him. He's great in everything, he, man. Yeah, he can just look at you and, oh, yeah. and you can tell he's He's got angry. a great delivery. Like his, uh, I loved him in The Mist at the beginning of that guy who oh, just yeah. did not believe, the guy who lived next door, the black guy who lived next mm-hmm. door to him. Yeah. So good. Uh, but yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee, but she, the, the wild Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker, Sarah Jessica Parker, got Lisa the, Marie Presley, <laughs> <laughs> the blood girl, <laughs> his partner. Yeah. So she fell for Bruce Willis and, uh, to the point where she like turned on the stand. That's right. She lied, she lied for him on the she stand. She lied for right. him on the stand. So at that point you knew she was in to kind of help him out. But at some point he knew that he, he, he was pretty sure the killer was going to be at his dad's old cabin, remember? Yeah. And that's where it kind of went down to at the end. Yeah. And then opening it and everything, and you see Sizemore when he opens it, and uh, uh, you immediately think Sizemore's yeah. He's like, wait, I got your note. And then his face like dropped because he saw a figure behind Bruce Willis. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, my God. And then, boom, like, uh, I think he gets knocked out. Yeah. Or he gets shocked. Was it the shocker that he hit him with? Oh, yeah. taser. Uh, that taser gun, yeah. yeah. Uh, but and then they the, woke up, and there, there's three people tied to chairs. You got uh, Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Willis. She's crying Dumbledore. right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember my name. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's it's past and the music's early, playing man. right when they wake up. The I think music the music's playing. playing. Oh, maybe, maybe. No, I, it was a highlight reel or something like that. On they were playing like a news highlight reel oh, of yeah, Robert yeah, yeah. Pastorelli getting uh, uh, jumping off uh, the bridge, jumping off the bridge, and uh. his partner testing against him. So it's his cousin who jumped off the bridge at the beginning of the movie, right? Who's been doing everything like that? And Sizemore's brother, and Sizemore's brother, and Bruce Willis's cousin. What was the reason? Do you remember? Uh, he was the he, well. He was he, the he was the he original was the, killer, the original serial killer. Oh, that, that's right. It was right. killing the girls. Yeah, and uh-huh. that Bruce Willis was testifying against. So he's uh, the one who ended up. Well, he wasn't even testifying against for that. For something else. He was, yeah. yeah, he he had just inadvertently beaten a suspect and got in trouble for that. I but got he you. was also the serial killer. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, he and it he went picked, down to this crazy. Uh, almost improbable scene at the end, but it was still so much fun where they both kind of went in the river. Uh, yeah. And uh, remember, you you thought he was dead at you one You thought point. he got hit by the train. Yeah. Because he was strangling him on the tracks, mm-hmm. and then he flipped him onto the tracks right as the train was coming by. Oof. And then the train didn't get him. So then they fought, and you thought he drowned him. And then it did one of those... Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. came out of the water with the like blue kind of... Uh, it wasn't a taser. What do they call those things? 
that you actually have to press Cattle against prod? your skin. No. It's it's like one of the simple ones that they used to have back in the day, but you had to actually press it. You can't like shoot it at somebody. Uh, I mean, that's a taser. It, I thought no, taser, the taser, taser was, was the taser one one's the ones that shoot the that, prods. That shoot the it's prods the same, It's the same thing. Oh, I think it's called something different. What is it? Help! <laughs> I will ask uh, Google. <laughs> Google doesn't care. What is that shocking thing? Uh, well, whatever it's <laughs> called. It was, uh, he came out of the water with it and it had that blue light. So I'm not sure it would actually work in the water, but it would. <laughs> he got him in the mouth, though. Remember? Uh, Bruce Willis took it from him and sh- shoved it right in his mouth. Yeah, man. And he just went uh, crazy. Stun gun. Stun gun. There you go. I knew there was a. And then uh, he went and had uh, sex with Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so yeah, Strike This was just a great one, man. <laughs> <laughs> we butchered the shit out of that, but it was great. <laughs> All right, what do you want? You want to talk about Justin? Anything uh, but number seven? Okay, I, I really Just pick a number twelve. I, I, I really have been wanting <laughs> oh, to talk Justin's about that. Justin's going to jump modern. Time. We can do this. We can jump back and forward uh, in time wise here, much like this film does. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so n- number uh, the number two movie for the great Bruce Willis is 2012's Looper. Yeah. And this movie was phenomenal. This was one of those movies, and Dave has not seen this. I didn't oh, know really? that I hadn't seen I, it. I swore you had seen this. And too. maybe I did. It had uh, the guy from, uh, was it Paul Danny? Yeah, Paul yeah. Dano. Paul Dano, Paul Dano. Dano yeah. was amazing in this film. But the yeah. script itself was was next level. And, and anything with time and travel the, and the guy with three names? Yeah. Uh, Gordon, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> who, who had digital effects on his face through the entire and movie. Man. I remember when I saw like the either the trailer or even maybe when I was just first watching the movie and not really being sure if that was him or not. Yeah, you know, but he really does like the the effect makes him look. He looks like, like a young Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they did a great job. Why on don't you that. tell us the premise of Looper? So it's in a futuristic setting, and what a Looper is. They've discovered time travel, um, and basically... Calm bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of the movie. (laughs) Um, And so, basically, there's, like, these gangsters, and Jeff Daniels is one of the gangsters from the future that comes back to kind of run things. And um, so... He's, like, set up in this shitty, uh, like, dystopian kind of uh, Yeah, and there's, like, telekinetics, you know, because Dano can, like... Most of this is in the past. We don't see much of the future, do we? Well, I mean, it's the future. It's the future to us. Yeah, but it's but not to the people like Jeff Daniels. Right. Jeff Daniels. It's the past. We don't see his present though. Well, you do not much, but you do. We do every once in a while. We see that portal or something. Well, when Bruce Willis, when the things happen to Bruce Willis in the future, that he comes back. uh, Yeah, he meets the the Um, Japanese women. So basically, what happens is, is these gangsters from the future will send back somebody to the past that they, you know, that they need to eliminate. And what a looper does... It's hard, because I think that's what a... The reason for that is because it's hard to kill kill someone or get away with murder. Right, you can't... If you send them to the past and burn their body, there's no evidence at all, so it's the perfect murder. So what a looper does is they just stand at a certain point and wait for a certain time, and they stand there with a... What is it? A a blunderbuss is like... Um, you know, which is an old Why gun. Why did they have to use that particular gun? It looked I, I really think that weird. was just what um, Joseph Gordon Levin used. Yeah. Um, because there's another guy, um, and I'll look up his name in a Paul second. Paul had, uh, what was he well, using? One of them because had, he saw his of, own. Uh, right. So, so what happens is, is the people come back, they kill him, they dispose of the body. Well, eventually you see yourself come back. And that's called closing your own loop. So yeah. they, they send like, 
<laughs> excuse me, they send like gold or silver attached to the back of the body. You're going to kill and, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Um, but you have the next 30 years to enjoy Right, yourself. but you know that like on this, you know, that this is going to happen at some point, yeah. you know. Um, and so Paul Dano lets his looper, well, his looper gets away yeah. because he doesn't want to kill himself. It freaks him out. Yeah. And understandably, this was the best scene in the movie. Best too. scene in the, the this, movie. This this scene really, uh, it made your mouth drop open because you saw the possibilities of this universe. Yeah. So go ahead yeah. and tell us. Um, and so the gangsters start looking for present day um, Paul Dano, yeah. and um, future Paul Dano is running around trying to get away the running best that he can. Around in present day. In present yeah. day, along with his present self. Right. Yeah. And so, um, and he's Joseph Gordon-Levin's best friend. Love it. So yeah, um, Levitt's best friend, and <laughs> it's those three names, man. You know, um, John Wilkes Booth, um, and so he's like coming to him to try and hide there. You know, well, uh, eventually he tells him like, "You got to get the hell out of here." And all of a sudden, like an address shows up on his forearm, and he's like, "What the fuck is going?" Yeah. Well, they catch him. They catch him, and the future guy. An address yeah. shows up on his forearm, and you realize that they have present day um, version of Paul Dano, and they're torturing him. Yeah. And everything they're doing to him starts appearing on future. And, and stuff starts disappearing. Yeah, fingers, fingers. He's just like start driving, di- and he looks up, and fingers are missing. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, his nose is gone. His tongue. And you're like, holy shit! They are torturing Paul Dano, oh, that's and, t- and he's literally falling apart yeah. to the point to where he's he, trying to get to the address, to that address on the arm. And he gets out of the car and he's running across the street to try and get to the door and his leg just like, half of his legs just disappear. And, you know, he gets to the door and he's just, he can't talk. He's got like one stub and he's banging on the door. It's insane. It really is And they just open the door and they fucking kill him. But that's what happens when you don't close your loop, you know? So So, that's basically, yeah, they use that scene to show us the potential. Uh, what could potentially happen to Joseph Gordon-Levitt and the Bruce Willis character right. uh, if he doesn't play by the rules. Right. And so then it comes time. Joseph for, Gordon-Levitt is, has that scene where he's in the field and he's waiting to, for himself to show up. Yep. And, and Bruce Willis is him, and he shows up, and there's a moment of hesitancy. Yeah, the hesitation. Because they show what happens. Like, when the clock strikes 9 a.m., you just pull the trigger because they're going to be there. Like, you just do it. So it hits 9 a.m., and it, he, he doesn't shoot for a couple of seconds. So Bruce Willis turns around, and he's got all the gold and silver on his back. So when he shoots... And his, you know, yeah. his shotgun only has like one shot or yeah, something yeah. like that. It takes a while to reload. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when he shoots, he hits the bars and Bruce Willis like gets up. Bum rushes him. Yeah. <laughs> and he takes one of the bars and just hits him in the face with it and escapes. So like that's when things start to get kind of really like technical because. Yeah. And there's. There's a lot that happens here. We don't have to... <laughs> now, now, now exactly. Now yeah, exactly. Well, we don't have to reveal the whole ending, but there's so much good stuff in this movie uh, that uh, a lot of subtext and a lot of stuff that Did goes deeper than it? you expect because there's a great scene where Bruce Willis and Joseph Lord uh, Gordon-Levitt have like a meeting together at a diner. Yeah. And you could tell you've got the, the cocky version and the old wise version. And the old wise version knows that younger version of himself. Right. And he's mm-hmm. constantly like shaking his head and like, kid, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Dude. And you know, I know you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And everything. And th- like most young kids who, who they don't have any concept of uh, what can be learned over the period of like well, 30 years. Yeah. You know? But I mean, the fact is, is when they're sitting at the table, you know, 
like he knows that he's holding the gun yeah, because he everything he's thinking, Bruce Willis can now remember. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's just oh man, it's so it's, cool. It's crazy and it's technical. And there's prob- there's a couple of moments where <laughs> you're good at these complicated movies, kid. Look, you want to be in Inception? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. No, I, I just thought it like. But we the, should mention the uh, the kind of main guy that's ruling. The, so the current. In future, yeah, in the future, there's this guy, and he's a telekinetic, and they show you very brief things like um, Dano can like levitate a quarter off of his hand, and that's like the extent of what a. The a, world is kind of mildly filled with telekinetics, but there's yeah. some that they have advertisements. Hey, do you have telekinetic powers? Come to such and such a place. Right. So in the future, there's one guy who is just the strongest telekinetic, and nobody knows who he is. All they can refer to him is as uh, the Rainmaker, yeah. and you find out later in the mil- in the movie why it's called that, and yeah. I won't ruin it. Um, well, this basi- is where it gets kind of Terminator. Uh, yeah, and and Terminator I'll, I'll kind of stay off of that yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know that's a good part of the movie the itself. I mean, yeah. Um, so Bruce Willis's reason for coming back wasn't to, you know, get sent back to close his loop. You find out that he basically killed all the gangsters that were going to kill him and sent himself back to find the Rainmaker as a kid so that he can kill him and prevent this future, you know? And, uh, prevent killing someone that was close to Bruce Willis, Right, too, yeah, you know? yeah. Um... But we didn't even mention, like, uh, Emily Blunt is in this too yeah, early Emily she's Blunt great. too and she's really fabulous in this movie and this might be one of the first things I've seen her in I probably Maybe. saw her in a couple minor stuff yeah I think I saw her in like uh, The Devil Loves Prada before this oh yeah that's she right was really Secretary yeah, she, she was the was best great. part of that whole yeah, movie yeah she was great uh but uh, but that whole but you realize he, he comes face to face with this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be on our Mail Street pod. <laughs> but uh, you realize that this kid is the Rainmaker. Right. You know, there's a little kid that he finds, and he's got some serious abilities, which they show off and everything. And the last kind of half hour of the movie is... Him trying to where kill you, a kid. Well, you're, <laughs> well, you've got young Bruce Willis... You've got the young Bruce Willis character of Joseph Fuller-Levitt who's going to try to protect the kid, and the older Bruce Willis who knows more about what's going on, who's trying to come in and kill the kid. Right. And then you've got Joseph Gordon-Levitt... To the point where he's got to decide, should I kill my future self to save this kid who I really don't know what happens in the yeah. future? It's a very amazing yeah. script, man. Yeah. It really and, and, yeah. and it was we'll done by Ryan it. Johnson, the movie, and he went on to do uh, Star Wars. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. The I think it was Last Jedi or... Yeah, he didn't do Force Awakens, so he definitely did Last Jedi. Yeah, but I've been, really I've been wanting to talk about Looper for yeah, a while. Yeah, Looper is really it's good. A you should definitely movie. check yeah, it out. If it's you haven't seen it, watch it. It's so worth your time. as hell, but like you said, that, uh, that Paul Dano scene... Oh my gosh! Where he's dude. torturing his yeah. future self—that—that's one of the best sci-fi yeah, I, scenes in any sci-fi movie. When I, I rented it, I I rewound it and like literally yeah. watched it in slow motion I to like have, see the parts disappear from him. I would like, have loved to seen people in the theater for like the first show oh, just man. to like get their faces when yeah. they—that's the type of thing. If you're a filmmaker and you see people are like, oh my god, because everyone puts it together. Such a great because they don't—they don't spoon feed it to you. You yeah. have to kind of figure it out. But yeah, it's, yeah you get it real quick. Yeah. You get it within like thirty seconds of what's going on because. Mm-hmm. It, it takes you for a, a loop yeah. for, for a second there. <laughs> it does take you for a loop for a second there when you were like, whoa, why is his finger just disappeared? Yeah. And then when his nose disappeared, you're yeah. like, holy crap, I get so, it now. So, so yeah. good. All right, Dave, what do you want to talk about on this list? Alpha Dog. Oh, Ooh. Alpha Dog. See, this is one of Bruce Willis's minor roles. We got a couple in here. I can't. I, I know who he plays, and I, and I know the couple of the scenes that he's in. Oh, yeah. But they don't. That's not this movie. I don't remember much about I this. I like him in this. Uh, oh, he was great. Yeah, he was really great. And uh, like I said, 
most of these movies he's the headliner for, but there's a couple where he isn't. But this was Justin Timberlake's first like major yeah. film, right? Um, yeah, Tim, well, Timberlake had done... Uh, no, Alpha Dog might have been. I think his, it was his, his first, first role. Yeah. yeah, he was great in this. Oh yeah, movie. absolutely he was awesome. Yeah. This whole movie, the, everyone was, was great disturbing. In this movie. Yeah, too. Yeah. Everyone was really good in this movie. So everyone now, pulled their wasn't weight. this about like a, a faux kidnapping of some kind or something sort like of, that? That kind of sort went of. wrong. Well, no, they kidnapped so it was, him, but it, he just enjoyed himself while he was there. It was. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember now. Who's the? Who's the? Ben Foster. Ben Foster steals this movie. Uh-huh. Ben Foster steals almost every movie he's in, if anyone out there hasn't realized it. Oh, he's uh, awesome. He stole Hostage, which is another right. movie. That was probably the first time I ever saw him a movie was in Hostage as that bad kid in there. But uh, future movies people may have Who seen. Who was Bruce Willis' son played by? Uh, that was uh, the kid from uh, uh, Dangerous Lives Alter Boys. And... Uh, What's his name? I don't know. You tell uh, me. I'm not Emil sure. Hirsch. Yeah, Emil Hirsch. Mm. He's really good. He's in a lot of uh, good stuff. Yeah. So basically, we're dealing with kind Some of shitty low California low-level drug dealers. Right. It's almost like the sons of the real gangsters. Yeah. yeah. Because Emil Hirsch is the son of Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis. who's the son um, of oh, Harry the Dean guy Stanton, from Her- the guy uh, from Alien. Yeah, Harry Dean mm. Stanton, uh, who's uh, they're both fabulous in this movie. Yeah. They, they just want their son to kind of. Fly straight, man, and just n- not not be out of the business, but just keep your nose somewhat clean to the point of where we can possibly cover your ass for and everything. And he he went too far in a couple. Of Never times. underestimate the the, the power of screen. humiliation, <laughs> yeah. humiliating other people. And oh, that, yeah. That's really that was the. Uh, the banner <laughs> or the tagline for this movie is don't embarrass people in front of their friends or, yeah. and make yeah. them lose face. Because you never know how they're going to respond. Tell us about that scene. This is the scene. What? So you've got a bunch of friends. and these. So you go ahead and tell it. These are a lot I'll tell of... the scene when he... My favorite scene is when he breaks into his house and vandalizes it and then... Yeah. Well, that's the scene takes, I'm basically talking about. He takes about. a dump on his carpet. So you've oh, got shit. two rival gangs and I don't know what the initial argument was between Ben Foster and Emil Hirsch. He owed him... He owed him money. He owed him a bunch of money yeah. and he kept not giving him the money. And they both had their own and, kind of click. It was, ben Foster was kind of part of this too because he, he called out Emil Hirsch in front of his friends. Yeah. And it's like... But then... It, it was kind of how out. a minor thing kind of blew up to yeah. something major. Mm-hmm. And Emil Hirsch went too far. And uh, it was... So Ben Foster came to Emil Hirsch's house when he wasn't... He was even there. He was, wasn't was he, like, hiding? He might have been. Yeah, I think he was watching. And then Ben Foster trashed the place and then took a shit on his floor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everyone had known about it and everything. But Emil... Uh, so you've got these two strong figures but they each have like a bunch of people around them emil hirsch has that one kid who uh from uh well what was he from faculty remember the uh he was the jock was this faculty. based on a true story i think it was i think it was I think based it on was. a true story oh wow I, th- I think but you know who i'm talking about he's the one that eventually did the yeah, shooting yeah, yeah. at the very end uh, he was he was he was great he was in he the just wanted team. to be part of the gang yeah and, and were, everybody treated him like shit they and were towards like, the end though he became a real strong oh, character yeah, man. man like he i'm not taking shit from you yeah. guys anymore but he but anyways this kind of centers around emil hirsch uh kidnapping ben foster's little brother and it and it was one of those kidnappings where it was like he just got a party together and kept the party going. Right. And Justin Timberlake was kind of the good times guy. And right. he had a bunch of girls. Yeah, they had a lot of girls. And, and he, he had sex with one of the girls. Hell, he lost his virginity with one of them. Yeah, so he he didn't... I don't think he... became he, almost friendly. Yeah, he guys. didn't feel threatened. That's what was the creepiest part about it, because 
And let's it talk was, about who it is, too. It's the kid who just recently, he recently died a couple of years ago. Oh, did he? It's the kid who played Chekhov in Star oh, yeah. that whose he car died in rolled car? back. Oh, that's and right. Rolled, rolled back and pinned him against yeah. his own gate. Oh, Anton Yelchin. Yep, Anton Yelchin. Yeah, he was dude. great. He was dude, I really forgot he died. That's sad, man. Yeah, it was really, really sad. That's a weird way to die. Wasn't Amanda too. Siegfried in this, too? She was one of the girls. She was, yeah. yeah she was really good. This was one of the first things I saw her in. Yeah. She was Julie. Yeah, so the, and so they were partying with him, and it kept moving him around, and he he couldn't leave, but he wasn't like he like he was playing video games with him. Justin Timberlake was really super cool with it. Yeah, until until it got the to gr- the point the like, girls were unhappy with it. Were, yeah, and you can't keep him here, and you know this kid is and everything. And Justin Timberlake's like, look at him, he's having a good time, he's enjoying himself. Right, he's drinking a beer, he's smoking weed, he's hanging out with girls that he's never hung out with. And he's even told them all the way towards the end, he's like, I'm not you gonna tell you guys, man. Yeah, he's like, I'm cool, believe me, I'm cool with yeah. all this uh, and everything. But during the whole thing, his brother's looking for him, and uh, Bruce Willis and Harry Dean Stanton knew the level of uh, craziness. You know, we didn't mention this movie it was really, really great. Was uh, uh, Sharon Stone. Oh, who like right. transformed that's herself? Right. That end scene where yeah, she's yeah, in the yeah, interview yeah. and she's just breaking down and she looks horrible, man. Huh. And she, they she, put a bunch of prosthetics, yeah, prosthetics on her. On her. Made came, it look like a hundred pounds heavier than. Oh, she wow. literally came in for probably one day, and her Spent screen time was in, probably six minutes. Seat. And but she gave it like it was an Oscar worthy awesome. performance. Yeah. Well, so. Don't they end up killing the kid? They oh do. yeah, it was in a brutal way. They like man. beat him to death. Or no, something, they right? no, they bring him up they... to the hills in California there, and he's walking the whole way. The whole... It was the, and you the didn't know part, they were going to do it. You... The disturbing part was him begging for his life. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, it was really because he didn't need to die. And Timberlake really, Timberlake knew it was going to happen, but he kind of really felt bad for the kid. You really kind of liked the Timberlake character a lot because he was conflicted with this whole thing. Yeah. And he even tried to talk the uh, the guy from the faculty out of it. We don't have to do this. We don't have to do this. But they have like Uzis and everything. And right. they have the grave is already uh, dug and yeah. shit like that. So they bring him up there and yeah, they they kill him, man. It's fucked up. I love when uh, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is He goes when, on the lamb too. He goes on the lamb. Maybe Hirsch goes on the ha- uh, lamb and one of my favorite scenes with him is where he he finally see, Harry Dean Stanton sees him across the street and just walks over and puts his arm around him and just like walks with him across the street, uh, realizing that he's got the sun back and everything. And, then, yeah. and Bruce Willis does a lot of this in uh, interviews and everything. But there is a one scene where he comes in and he lays down he the law. He's like, you fucked up. Yeah. You did this. Mm. We're going to have to fix this and everything. And it, it was a very uh, different role for Bruce Willis to be able to come in there like that. I mean, anytime that he can come in. He did it. He's doing a lot more now in his later career where he'll just step into a role and uh, play one little sequence. Right. Load, loaded There's... weapon part one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no problem. Off. No problem. No problem. No problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> one house down. <laughs> This is Sunset Beach yeah. Road. No. <laughs> <laughs> now there is no a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. there is a movie on He's this list. He, just like John McClane. <laughs> <laughs> he he does play. There's a, there's a movie on this list that he does play a, a different type of character, and I really love that. Yeah, transition. I think I know which one you're talking about. I agree too. All right, so Let's see if Paul picks it. <laughs> I don't know. Let me see if I. Yeah. Well, we're. I'll, give, I would I'll go give you one this. word. See if you guess it. No. From that. 
Sprawl. How'd you know my word? (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you the word. So let's go into it. Uh, The one we're going to talk about now is 1997's uh, The Jackal. And it's so true what you said. This was a role that everyone who went and saw it was like, man, can you believe Bruce Willis did that? He, He literally played like... Eight different characters, absolutely, yeah. and yeah. he was he was a, like a, almost like stone completely cold, stone man. cold yeah, killer man. man. When I yeah. think of a stone cold assassin, Dude. that could not be kind of even flinched. He has no when, problem. When he went people. to the and bar he, and picked up that the guy, gay guy at the like, house. I mean, like that. Where he flipped, he like completely yeah. flipped I personas. Would, where he uh, was yeah. super sweet and into the guy and playing his part as like the. Uh, 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 gay guy, yeah. And then when he got back to the house, and the guy is like so upset with him, are, are we gonna go out or something like yeah. that? And he's just eating he's his Chinese food. Yeah, well, remember he him. that he he told him he was gonna call him because he was gonna be in town a yeah. few weeks later, and then he comes to town, and then he's on the news, and like you know, he's just like he uh, literally just needs this guy's boop. house. Yeah, man. he just I he mean, just shoots him, you know, no problem at all. Like, but let's go back to yeah. the uh, the meat of this. So we're dealing with some phenomenal actors here. Basically, four big actors are in this movie. You've got Bruce Willis. You've got uh, what's the guy from Pretty Woman? Uh, Richard yeah. Gere. Richard Gere. Yeah. You got Sydney Poitier and you got Diane Verona. And I love Diane Verona. She was in uh, Heat. She played uh, Al Pacino's wife in that. Yep. She plays a Russian in this movie. Yeah, she's believable great. as hell as yeah, the Russian. Scar you would think she the was opening Russian. scene was great. That was the that was kind of the meat of the scene. That's what got the contract yeah. kind of set out. Is it was like a nightclub or something yep. like that, right? And there was a hit that happened at the nightclub, and the big mob boss's brother got taken out. And how was the? How did the hit go down? I can't even remember. It, it, Sydney Poirier came into the bar, I think, with Verona, with the, Verona, yeah. and they cornered him. And then I just remember the Russian taking out a machine gun and just like <laughs> shooting at them, yeah, like with about a thousand people behind him. Oh god, like didn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, and just was like, and they they killed his brother. In the shootout, one of my favorite, and they arrested him. Yeah, Uh, one of my favorite scenes that was shortly after that is when the when the mob boss brother was hiring Bruce Willis, and Bruce Willis is sitting in the office and he's drinking tea, and the guy comes in and they have this conversation. And uh, this is what I need to do: is high profile shows a picture to him of who he wants to kill. Doesn't show the audience though. And uh, Bruce Willis says he wants like sixty million dollars yep. or something like that, and the guy thinks about it and he just holds his drink up. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Wire it to this thing. It was like the most simple job, and then from that moment on, Bruce Willis is on man. Yeah. He plays. Remember, he plays the Canadian plays the surfer guy, guy that goes through customs with, to yep. get to yeah. the sailboat. The and sailboat. Yeah. And he plays when the, the scene with Jack Black is memorable. Oh the scene. God. Yeah. Tell us about the scene with Jack Black. So he needs. He needs so he this gun is insane. Oh my he's, god! He gets this. It looks like a cannon. Yeah, I mean, a it shoots these yeah. uranium depleted, like they're like three inch long. Yeah. bullet giant with so blue he tips. needs Jack Black, who's a, this might be the first thing I've ever seen him. Yeah, in. some kind of tech. It's the first thing I remember him in. because after this, remember we saw him in uh, Enemy of the State. Yeah, well, he was in Waterworld. Uh, he was in Waterworld. That's what I, I don't said. remember. Wow. Yeah, he was. I don't remember the, him in He was Waterworld. one of the smokers. Or oh he was yeah, the he pilot. was. Yeah, he was one of those yeah. guys. I do remember that. But then I remember Enemy of the State, and then after that, he started doing Tenacious D, and everyone knew who he was. Yeah, yeah. but and go ahead. School of Rock. Yeah, yeah. School of so Rock. School he, Rock's good. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. Um, yeah, so he's like a, a designer of yeah. some kind. Like he works with metals, and he yeah. makes the cast. He makes for the, the the tripod. That was going to hold this gun. Yeah. And uh, that's right. He was just in charge of the tripod, right? Not the weapon. The weapon was came shipped. He brought that that's down right. in that's the, the sailboat. That's the one he had that he hidden in the, in the, where the, well, he brought it going. back in the sailboat. Yeah, yeah. He brought it back in the sailboat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he, 
he has him. He gives him the specs and says, "You know, can you make it?" Yeah. And Jack Black like they ran beat, his mouth a little too much. They beat about out how at the cool field. Was. Man, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he says he needs his help to calibrate it. Yeah. Takes him out to the field, and uh, he's shooting watermelons. Yeah. And then finally he like yeah Jack he Black hits the that. button on the computer and you see the gun go. Whoop, yeah, and like uh, point to him, and he's like, "Run!" Well, yeah. before that was the sprawl. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He almost so, made me sprawl. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Well, he's, <laughs> he he shoots at the watermelon and he misses, and he hits the tree, and the tree falls on the, <laughs> it's on the, the watermelon, watermelon. Yeah, and he's like, "Sprawl!" You know? Yeah, and that's when he. You it know, was classic Jack. Black. Yeah, and you know, and he tells him he tells him to run because he has to speed test it, and then he tells him to stop, and he says, "Now hold up that pack of cigarettes in your pocket." And he said, "Don't worry." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold it up. Yeah, and because Jack Black was like, "No way, that thing's off, man. That thing is precision craftsmanship." And he told him it was off by yeah. a couple of millimeters. He's crying out there. In the yeah, field and he's holding it up. it up, and he's they like, had him run too, oh, man. Yeah. His guts flapping all over the place. Oh. His underwear was falling down. He's yeah. tripping on himself. So you know he he shoots the pack of cigarettes but it's off by a couple of millimeters yeah. and it hits his arm at the elbow oh, and man. just his arm is just mm-hmm. gone this is and, the first time we saw anything this violent in the movie too. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, and you know and he's sitting there looking at his arm and he's obviously like directly in shock and he's like you know he's like move over by the car move over you know before you get before you pass, pass out. out from shock you know and then he just lets go on that thing and you see him just he gets hit in the leg and his leg comes off his you know torso gets oh, thrown man. back into the car like the car gets shot to shit like oh man that scene very memorable so you yeah, knew very memorable. so you knew what the gun was going to do yeah, yeah. And then you. S- well, we should mention a little of uh, the Richard Year stuff. Yeah. Uh, and Sidney Poitier because they get him out of prison, right? He, yeah. He supposedly has told has them, seen "I've it. seen his face." Right. And like no one, nobody else, else has seen. No one else has seen, seen who the jackal, the jackal is. Man. So and he this says, is, "If you let me out, jackal is a is a folklore." Well, this this is based on the the this was a remake of the Day of the Jackal. But there's was the movie. Was that based off of... No, the, I think it's a real-life character. The a jackal. hitman. Yeah, there's a real-life... Yeah. hitman called the Jackal that... He was like, like a French guy. Killed a bunch like of that. people and got away with everything. Yeah, yeah. He was like a, a spy. Yeah. Sort of. He's probably... The folklore's probably got even huge. What was the guy that stole all the money that jumped out of the airplane? That oh, D.B. Cooper. <laughs> yeah, remember on news radio? Yeah. Stephen Root said he was D.B. Cooper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious. But yeah, the, the, the Richard Geary makes a deal with Sidney Poitier that they'll let it... Almost like a 48 hours kind of thing, you know? Yeah. He let me out of prison. Well, and he was you. like in the IRA. He was. He was yeah. an ex-IRA because guy. Because so he did a pretty he good Irish accent. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. Because um, eventually he has to go see his ex-wife yeah, see and she's ex-wife like remarried. And- and everything. She's the one who's going to give him the ultimate information that will lead him to the next thing. Yeah. And so that it's a great cat and mouse game where you've got Sidney Poitier, Richard Gere, and Diana Verona uh, kind of all on one side. But I, I love Bruce Willis at the end on the bench with the laptop oh, in his lap. He stole the cop oh, yeah. uniform. To, stole the cop uniform, and he's the, literally controlling this yeah, cannon, minivan which thing. is probably, what, 100 yards from him, maybe? Yeah, probably. And it's in a, uh, it's in it's a back like of a minivan. 500 yards from the... From the stage, they were going to yeah. shoot the first lady. Yeah, yeah. that's what we we thought. The, we thought they were going to do like think, a senator or yeah. Yeah. I think something, it was, and then you found out that that, that was wasn't her. the target. Yeah, yeah. and remember, that, I love that part where um, the guns in the back of the van and those people are following him because they want to hijack the weapon. Oh yeah, yeah and. Yeah. 
um, he goes and like sprays the van off yep, and changes yep. the color to it. And Cannonball guy, run style. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but the guy goes to touch it yeah. and oh. he touches the underside and there was a poison under yep. there and he, and he just starts at the foaming mouth. and foams dies. I forgot about that oh, Such a cool little it like, was oh random. damn, none like of us saw that coming. Yeah. The, the, the scene that told me how cold-blooded was is when he shot the through Russian the girl through the couch. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then he went up to her and just calmly was like, you know, you, you you've been shot through the liver. Hand, yeah. Yeah. He's like, if you put pressure on here, you got 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. He's like, if you, you bleed, if you take your hand off, you'll bleed out quick. Yep. Like, just and letting he, her know and, and tell, he, tell Devlin yeah, he, he can't protect he, his women. Yeah. yeah. I've and seen I'm a like, lot of people uh, saying that, you know, Bruce Willis is only kind of one sided and he's a one trick pony with the characters he plays. This is absolutely untrue, man. He plays a lot of really different characters if you were actually to go look at his Hell type yeah. stuff. I mean, certainly he's, he's played that role that he does in, like, uh, Last Boy Scout or uh, or John McClane he's or great all those at that. a lot, but he's and great he, at it. No yeah, one does absolutely. it like no yeah, one does absolutely. it better than him. And, but, it, and sometimes, and that's the kind of like he's the hero, but he's not like the everything always goes right all the time right. hero. He's yeah. flawed a lot. Like yeah. he's an alcoholic, or no, yeah. he's, he's got going the Jack through a divorce, Burton or he's yeah. like thing going on. you know Hudson his Hawk, kids man, hate him, yeah. or yeah, yeah, Hudson Hawk's not. I know, right? It's not. But we have talked about that before. All right, who was that? That was that was Dave that uh, picked the jackal. Do I get like a star? No, you picked it. <laughs> oh, I picked it. So yeah. it's Justin here. What you got here? All right, let's Check see. Looking on the list, you know, let's talk about a different role for him. Get a little comedy in there and go. Death becomes her. Ah, oh, death becomes her, man. I <laughs> and love... that's got Meryl Streep, so she gets her honorable mention. Sorry, Meryl. Goldie Hawn is in this too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I love this. This is Robert Zemeckis. This is some great music in this. You'll movie. have to this help me so... remember this movie. Oh no problem. I I remember all the scenes you're supposed to remember, but I watched this surprisingly a, a lot during uh, Halloween time. I did last year at huh. the same time too, because it was just a fun. This was when it was. Uh, Zemeckis went off and he was using a whole shitload of different type of effects. Yeah, this was Bruce a, Willis had a bunch of makeup on, uh, right? They no, showed he was him, normal. But didn't uh, they show him the old and uh, only in a photo? They at the made very him beginning. look old only oh, okay. at the in a photo at the very end. He looked like how he looked normally. But the great thing about Bruce Willis on, in this movie is. He is like this spineless, weak, downtrodden, I don't give a shit, and I've given up on the world before yeah. the movie even starts. Well, and he's like a plastic surgeon, yeah, And he's right? a plastic surgeon, yeah. but what the problem is he's, at first, when the movie starts out, he's with Goldie Hawn. Right. And they uh, end up, she's like an, uh, a minor actress just starting out, and she meets Meryl Streep, and Meryl Streep's... Meryl Streep. She almost plays herself right. basically at the beginning of the movie. She's this great movie star. Everyone loves her. She's gorgeous. She loves the way she looks and everything. And she ends up stealing Bruce Willis from Goldie Hawn. And Goldie Hawn had a lot of makeup on her because they made her really fat. They added like 200 pounds on her. Oh, wow. And, I don't remember And she that. went nuts. Like she had to go to a <laughs> mental institute. Oh, wow. And, and she was had pictures of Meryl all over the uh, <laughs> and everything. And she eventually... Smoochie. <laughs> that was her role, basically. But then they jump forward like 15 years and Bruce, and Bruce Willis and Meryl Streep are in like this loveless relationship and she's obsessed with her looks and she's getting chemical peels and this and that. And she's getting turned down by like surgeons. You've already had that lift. You cannot do right, it again. I yeah. can only do this is like experimental as it is. And uh, you can only have it once every six months. She's begging him. Money doesn't matter. And right. And all of a sudden, the, a doctor appears in the room. And he, he heard the <laughs> money doesn't Uncle matter. I'm yeah. the he heard the money doesn't matter. So he was like, boop, yeah. popped in like the yeah. zoo. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's sitting there and he says, well, I know a person. And he's 
I know give, a guy. I know a guy, <laughs> yeah. and uh, or I know a girl really. Right. Gives him a card, and it's to Isabella Rossellini. Oh, so she goes right. and visits I Isabella Rossellini at this huge mansion. They got Dobermans there. She's it's all, really it's all exotic shady. In this and, movie. Yeah, she's exotic. All her tops were just covering basically the side of each boob, right, and they yeah. were kind of clear. She had this very sultry look to her, and I I loved her ever since uh, Blue Velvet. Uh, mm-hmm. I always loved Isabella Rossellini. She doesn't do enough stuff now, but. Uh, She's got this kind of serum, you know, and if right. you kind of... It's uh, purple, isn't it? It's uh, like an iridescent purple. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah. a purplish pink kind of uh, uh, thing, and it's in this great vial, and it's yeah. glistening all the time. And she does a great thing, so she shows her, he says, this is what you'll take, these are the rules, you, you'll never uh, die, uh, but you have to take care of your body, and the, the bargain is that in 10 years you have to fall off the face of the planet... Uh, fake your death, do whatever you have to do, and yeah. go into uh, uh, kind of recluse. So, because we've been doing this for so many years, right? Remember later on they show a party at her house, and Marilyn Monroe's there, and, and uh, oh wow, James Dean's there, yeah, all yeah. these celebrities. It's really cool. That's awesome. You realize that they all were part of this. Uh-huh. So she gives her a uh, gives her a number on a piece of paper and like hands it to her, and she like uh, she like laughs and everything. She, she takes Meryl's hand and she pricks it with like this neat uh, knife that she has and pours a tad uh, like a drop of the liquid on her hand and not only did it fix her finger but it made her entire hand look like a 18 year old Yeah. and she looked at it up against her other hand and she just looks up and said do you take check <laughs> <laughs> so totally she drinks mm. this liquid and we're following her even yeah. before she leaves the house remember she stands in front of the mirror and she watches her boobs lift up that's yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Tightens yeah. and her boobs get like all perky and yeah. shit uh, it was hilarious yeah. and then where Bruce Willis comes in is you realize shortly on uh, on that Bruce Willis is probably the most valuable person in this whole entire <laughs> film right. because he is the surgeon that can fix them and so much you don't realize how much stuff could possibly happen to your bodies. Yeah. You might live forever, but uh, <laughs> remember she gets, at first she gets tossed down the stairs. Yeah. Right. Bruce Willis does, acts, was going to kill her, but she was <laughs> She didn't get anyways. to enjoy it very long. Yeah, yeah. right. She died so she did quickly. the worst tumble down the oh, stairs you ever seen. Her, her, neck her head was fucked up. Backwards. It was turned backwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah and, uh, and she like... She like lifts it up and yeah. turns it around and drops it and it like bobbleheads on her neck. Like, and so he realizes. Remember he takes oh, her yeah. to the movie. He takes her to the doctor. Remember? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and she uh, had no. And Sydney Pollock. Remember the director, Sydney right. Pollock. That's right. She didn't and have the temperature, right? She, she didn't, didn't have, have a temperature. Pulse and remember, he's bending her hand backwards. You're telling me you can't feel this? <laughs> yeah. And like blends it back. And uh, <laughs> he, he ends up having a heart attack. He has a heart attack. Like he leaves the room and has a heart attack. And Bruce Willis leaves the, the room and sees them doing the paddles on Sydney Pollock yeah. and everything. And they take her and leave her. And then he just brings her back to the house and like spray paints her and everything and right. realizes she's dead, but she can't figure it out. So and at some point they get reconnected with uh, Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Goldie yeah. Hawn looks gorgeous now, and uh, she kind of brought herself up by the bootstraps to to come back and make this woman's life hell. And she immediately tries to steal Bruce Willis, and Bruce Willis is kind of all for it and everything. Right. Well, she shows up because they they initially conspire to kill Meryl Streep together, and uh, she ends up dying accidentally. Uh, and 
Bruce Willis uh, goes through this whole thing where she tumbles down the stairs while Goldie Hawn shows up. And this is probably the most <laughs> famous scene that people think about. When yeah, the most of, famous uh, shot. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. And it's really, really well done. And yeah. I loved it. I was showing uh, my I think it's the, the first time I ever saw it happen. You uh, know. Yeah, because it's got the effects were used a lot after this. But, yeah. Uh, Zemeckis had the money <laughs> to be able to. And this, I don't know. if What's he ever done? Yeah, what's he ever done? <laughs> 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 so she shows up and... Uh, Goldie Hawn shows up. Meryl Streep shoots her in the chest with a, or in the stomach, in the stomach, in the stomach yeah. with a shotgun, like double like a barrel shotgun. <laughs> yeah. And she goes flying. The stunt to pull this stunt woman yeah. back must have been insane oh, too, yeah. because they pulled her back and she went Which into that probably pool. Probably what happened too. Oh yeah. So when she stood up, all the water started pouring out and everything. Yeah. And you realize, holy shit, Goldie Hawn took the potion too. Right. And. <laughs> That's where this movie kind of got really fun to me because they <laughs> had to buddy up. They're bit. They yeah. had to buddy up, and they both realized we're going to spend the rest of our life together and yeah. everything. And we need Bruce Willis. And at some point, Bruce Willis. And I'll just jump ahead to a couple different scenes. You remember any of this stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely. On. No, yeah, yeah. dude, uh, absolutely. Do you remember the ending? I just remember him wanting to die. <laughs> yeah, at some point, remember, he's hanging yeah. and everything, and they they throw him some of the potion, and they're like, take the potion. You know, you're going to die and everything, right. and he just drops the yeah. potion mm-hmm. and then falls himself, and mm-hmm. they just look at him, and uh, they fast forward like 30 years, and they go to his funeral, and that's where he has the makeup on, and uh, the... The priest is talking about how great of a life he had in the second part of his life. Yeah. <laughs> and they said he didn't really start his life until he was like 50. And then yeah. he met this woman and he had three kids and he had this foundation and he loved skiing. And, he <laughs> and, loved they, and they were like... They're had, in the back and they have the veils on. Yeah, but exactly. Weren't they like... They were lacquering each other? Not yet. Uh, oh, okay. Well, they were talking about it. Well, Goldie's fucking with her eye and everything, and something comes off on yeah, her yeah, eye yeah. and everything. So they, <laughs> they go out onto the steps, and they can't find like the spray like paint and everything. Yeah. And they take the veils off, and they look like they've just like melted. Yeah, they well, they're both like missing movie. skin and they're, shit, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they, like, they look like zombies. And, like. They don't look like zombies. They totally yeah. look like zombies. They've been doing their makeup themselves. That's yeah. The problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... On the way down the steps, one of them sl- slips on the paint can, and they both fall uh, off down the stairs, and they break apart into like seven different pieces. That's each. right, yeah. And they're till their heads like roll to her, towards each other, yeah. And they're like, oh, "What are we gonna do now?" Yeah, like that. that's how it is, man. It's, it's so fun, man. Yeah, but it's a great. It was movie. great. I need to, to see, watch it again for sure. Oh, it was really fun, yeah. but it was great to see Bruce Willis play that high anxiety. Running across, what's going on? Yeah, why do you have a hole? Wasn't in one here? of them named Madeline? Yep. Yeah, I, I remember him like screaming at her, yeah. like Madeline. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was fun, man. Yeah. All right, so let's go, Dave. Here, let me cross this guy off. Let me see. What do we got? What do we got? We should have put, put him in a hat. I think I know oh, what we Dave's going to pick. We did that once on our uh, on our Christmas pod. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I think I know what Dave's going to pick. Oh, let's see if I'm right. Creskin it. Yeah. Come on, you know it. I'm going to pick. One that you, I know you know that I know that you know that I'm oh, going to pick it. The whole nine yards. Oh, okay. Well, I was wrong. I, I, I assumed Justin movie. was going to be the one to pick that game. Well, I picked it because I knew he was going to pick it. Because I don't remember this movie. <laughs> I just want to hear about it. I do remember. It was Matthew Perry, right? Yeah. Yep. And Who was hilarious in yep. this movie? Roseanne Arquette. Roseanne Arquette. The perfect bitch. In the and uh, Bruce Willis <clears throat> moves in next door. <clears throat> yeah. And well, you forgot one of the best actors in it, man. Michael Dark, Clark, Clark Duncan. Duncan and Tasha uh, Henstridge and Harlan Kevin Pollack. Harlan Williams. Kevin Pollack, Harlan yep. Williams. Yep. I love it. So, why don't you tell us about uh, now that the whole nine yards? Yard. Yard. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, um, <laughs> you just pass your shit off. Hey, on that there. works, man. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Matthew Perry and uh, is it Rosanna or Patricia? Rosanna. Rosanna Arquette are married. Um, they live in Canada. 
and she is the worst wife yeah. in the world. <laughs> she really is. She is I don't know. Worst. That's a big title. No, no, she, she she's gains the worst. it by, by the end. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and ba- by the first five minutes, like <laughs> basically, like she is only with him because he's a dentist, and she thinks that he has more money than he does. And she she runs, is so perfect at playing that angry, pissed she's off. Such a you're worthless. Yeah. Why don't you get uh, do something? And her life? mom lives with him as well. Well, I can't I, remember who plays. The I, I don't yeah. remember off the top of my head, but the two of them are basically conspiring to kill him so that they can collect the insurance. <laughs> her and her mom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh but you know, you find that out a little like he's like she says, What could you what he asks her, what could I do to make your life better? And yeah. she's like, You could die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and he so He hasn't done very many movies. No, no. but but yeah, this one he's really funny in this movie. I think all those guys from Friends are, and, are funny or good separate from friends yeah yeah um, <laughs> i didn't have much care for the show but and amanda the guy, the, the guy that was on band of brothers schwimmer david yeah, schwimmer is probably the most talented great. of all yeah. of them in my opinion um him uh, and jennifer aniston i think are probably the most talented. yeah i agree um even though and, i like kudra uh amanda peet is also in this yeah movie. she's funny man um, she was she was very popular at this time she was too. great man she did like uh, a whole slew of movies around this time. she was in identity she was, yep. the girl she was great in Identity. Mm. She was in uh, Igby Goes Down. That's, uh, right. that's a movie I haven't talked about in this pod, man. That's a great one. Igby, uh, Igby man. Uh, you probably never heard of that movie. Never. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Go ahead. Continue so, with Dave's movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, and she is his, like, dental assistant, like, receptionist, yeah. more or less, at his office. Um, and Bruce Willis has just moved in next door and he goes over to say hello and he tells him his name is Jimmy and he like he either points or he goes to shake his hand and on his forearm there's a tulip you one know? of the best this is the scene one of the, there's a few scenes I remember from this I I do really enjoy this movie I've probably seen it three times but uh-huh. a lot of it I don't remember but there's surprisingly a good amount that I do and one of the best scene is when he sees that and they do that collage. Yeah, of one all of the, the best edited clippings. scenes. It's just going through newspaper clippings and like photos of mugshots and everything. It's basically Matthew Perry's mind oh, okay. yeah. going back every time he saw that image. He in witness tulip. protection, right? Yeah, that's okay. what else right. is. Yeah, Jimmy the Tulip Tedeschi. Tedeschi. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so he realizes that, and he's instantly like, "Okay, well, Jimmy, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, I gotta yeah. go. I, 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 I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go." <laughs> and so uh, he's know. a very good neurotic. Yeah, good absolutely. Guy. That was kind of his, and that's character. his thing in this yeah. whole movie, you know. And so he goes, and "Everything he's in." Yeah, everything <laughs> yeah. He's in. Um, but it made him perfect he's for good. the role. Yeah. Um, and so you know, he goes over and he fucking tells his wife yeah. <laughs> that you know a hitman just moved in next door to him. <laughs> you know, and so <laughs> the light bulb went on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so you he don't say. <laughs> yeah. So he just he just goes to work and um, he tells Amanda Pete. Mm. You know, and she's super interested and she like you know tells him like you need to introduce me yeah so because it's actually a complicated movie in the beginning you got to get all the roles out you know so you know he takes her to enter to meet bruce willis and she basically tells him that like she's trying to get into the game of being a hitman and (laughs) his wife was hiring her to kill us to kill matthew perry you know um and so then I love when he goes and visits Kevin Pollock because yeah. at some point he was going to turn Jimmy in for like the ransom money. Yeah, or something the Yanni like Gogolak yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Kevin Pollock played really like stoic, didn't say a lot of things, just twitched a lot, and, yeah. and just a very different role for Kevin Pollock. But his 
body guy was Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, Frankie Figs. Who is awesome in yeah. this role, man. And he went on to do a bunch of movies with Bruce Willis. Uh, and uh, one of the other ones we'll talk about in this, one of them we, that we won't, is Armageddon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go, go back to the Guilty Pleasure part. We're talking a lot about uh, but what I when I think of Mark Clark Duncan, I think of Bruce Willis together. I the, immediately think that when, when they were on the set of Armageddon, mm-hmm. Bruce Willis was reading The Green Mile by Stephen King. And he went to Mar- Michael Clark Duncan. He says, you need to read this book. You are John Coffey, the main character in this huh. movie. And he should, you should petition the hell out of the people for it. That's so awesome. So he gave the book to Michael Clark Duncan. He read it. And he's like, yeah, this is me. And then he went and he petitioned it. And he became John Coffey. In nice. The Green That's Mile. great. So, yeah. So great. And he was always really close with Michael Clark Duncan. That's why you notice that he's in a lot of his flicks. Interesting. Put, man, Michael Clark Duncan. that on me. He was so Ricky funny Bobby. in this movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines he ever said. <laughs> but he was really funny in this role, man. I love when... Uh, oh, yeah. Just being that uh, impending force, there's that great scene where Matthew Perry turns to go out and slams right into Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. He doesn't even move. Doesn't it's like even he, move. Like he yeah. hit a brick wall and yeah. he just falls right <laughs> off of Michael Clark Duncan's yeah. chest. Because you know, I remember the first thing I saw him in, and he was in uh, an episode of Married with Children that stuck with me over really? the years because he huh. was the bouncer to the WWF event that was going on. So he was in the scene with King Kong Bundy. Yeah, I was going to say, King yeah. Kong Bundy no, was like yeah. he her relative, right? Uh, no, like, that her- was that was another character. Uh, King Kong Bundy played uh, two different characters what? in Married with Children. He played one of the relatives in the early episodes, but yeah. in the later one, he basically played Bundy. They gave him a different name, but he had that same black one right. slash thing yeah. going over his chest. But Bud had to come in dressed like the Bumblebee and fight uh, uh, King Kong Bundy, and he was trying to get into the back door. I bet he door. didn't win. <laughs> he was trying to get in the back door, and Michael Duncan was the the bouncer there, and he looked just like Michael Duncan always looked too. No and shit, he had that voice man. And That's he, awesome. Yeah, his voice, is, is, oh, man, like it's that and, voice, man. and he's there's certain times where he does it extra. Deep, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he does that, it just makes him sound bigger. Oh, like yeah. I don't know, I, you know, I think and, all during Green Mile, he did that kind of really well, deep, and this. Deep too, because when he was like, you know, for instance, skipping way ahead when they're on yep. the boat, you know, yep. and there's, you know, they're about to kill Matthew mm-hmm. Perry. Like, I don't know. like Or when they're in the hotel room, you know, and like just like you said, he yep. tries to run past him. Like the way he talks to him just makes him sound even bigger. Yeah. Than, you know, he's pretty big, though. Yeah. 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 We lost him way too early, man. Yeah. He would have been a fabulous. When did he actor. die? Uh, like a while five, ago. Six, yeah. five, six years yeah, ago. Maybe, maybe longer. Yeah, maybe even longer than that. Yeah. But yeah, the whole nine yards was a great one, man. I think I, Daredevil was his last movie. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah, but it's just it's a really funny movie. Bruce Willis is great in it, and you know, there's twists and turns in the plot. There's really good comedy, yeah. and uh, it's great. It was it was good. It, it reminded me a lot of. It was different, but it reminded me a lot of like analyze this. Yeah, you know, yeah, you've yeah. got that lighthearted uh, mobster and everything that's putting the other person in danger. Yeah, so it was, and, fun. and the whole ten yards wasn't terrible, but it wasn't list worthy. I did not see the whole ten yards. Yeah, it wasn't so. bad. Was Bruce Willis in that one? Too? Yeah, yeah. The whole the, the the main characters from the first one were in the second. They one. just want that extra yard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so I'm all confused. I, I assume it's Dave's turn, but it's actually my turn. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to go 2005's Sin City, Frank Miller's Sin City. Okay. And I, I love nice. this movie. I'm not very stylistic with this one. Very stylistic. And it's very Frank Miller. If you ever, I read the comics, the graphic novels that this was based on, and it was like shot for shot. Line for line, this was the movie. Didn't he... And this was done Robert, Robert Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Didn't he do the one scene with... Uh, who's the 
the hitman that kills her on the balcony. Uh, the hitman. Oh, Josh Hart. The guy from, yeah. Yeah. Didn't he film that? Before he even pit, he just did that one scene. Oh yeah, I think, to pitch it. I think that was this his was pitch one of the first movies to, on the red. Yeah, this was done with the red camera, which like, was a super high tech digital camera. At super the time. high definition for the time in two thousand five. Yeah. And they're still, we were they movies. lead the red technology. This is what yeah. Ash has. Yeah, um, our my brother in law, and it's phenomenal. But this was one of the movies when we were looking at too that. We started making movies like two years after this had come out. We had all heard about the red, and we were kind of aspiring to get to that camera, but we were using. We never it. did. We never did get to that camera. So, but that camera had a great look to it, and this movie was 100% filmed on green screen. And they brought some sets in. Uh, they had like four different sets at some point, but most yeah. of it was straight up green screen. The other ones just had the sets. Working like you couldn't them. have done the graphic. Fil- uh, you couldn't have done uh, Frank Miller. Without this technology. No, because this had Frank Miller written all over it, too. Because it was very comic booky. Yeah, but it was noir comic book But it was book-y. noir. It was all done in blacks and whites, and uh, that was it. And then very strong that Very reds. yellow. Because the, there were times... The, also, they would use color, because remember, they would use the, the ye- blood. The guy that was yellow. The guy yellow. was yellow. Uh, Elijah Wood's eyes were super blue. Hmm. Uh, and... This had a lot going on, but you and it was like four or five little vignettes kind of mixed in three. together. Yep, and they were all connected, and and they actually have a series of these uh, of these movies, of the Sin City books that go on to I think five different ones, maybe. But we're dealing with if we're do- talking Bruce Willis here, and we can branch out to the other parts of it, everything because there's a lot of memorable scenes from this movie. I saw it in the theater. I was super excited to see it. Yeah, and yeah. I think I saw it like three times in the we theater. We might have seen it together. Yeah, in I the think theater. you saw it. I saw it uh, with my friends Sarah and Che, too, and they had uh, they had come late. They were like, "We're at the theater. We're getting our concessions and everything." And I never uh, saw them. I ended up watching the movie by myself. And they apparently walked into the wrong one that had uh, had multiple showings. And they walked uh, into one that already... was a half hour into the movie. Oh, uh, I had I had I can't remember what movie I did it in, but I did it in a movie too. Yeah, like oh, the man. movie was over like twenty minutes after I sat down. <laughs> and I was like, like what, what the, the fuck? Similar to that, it was like an hour. They're like, "Why is this movie so short?" Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> right away, you would definitely know. It's like credits, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> so in this one, you've got the Hardigan character, which is who Bruce Willis plays, and he's got. I, I love. He's it. after the senator's son, right? Well, yeah, basically, by, he's, uh, remember he's uh, yeah by Nick Stahl, who Nick is Stahl, amazing in this great. movie, man, and who's fucking creepy as man, fuck. Bully, you want to see the best thing Nick Stahl ever did was Bully, man. Yeah, that Bully's was a really, tough to watch. It was tough to watch, but he was evil in that movie, man. He was an asshole. Him and Peter. Uh, uh, lot of famous people in that movie. Oh, the uh, guy Center from of the World Empire. Uh, no, the no, guy the, from Center of the World. I don't think he was in Bully. He wasn't in Bully. He wasn't in Bully? Boy, Boys Don't Cry he was in. Oh, Boys Don't Cry. Yeah. I'm thinking Boys Don't uh, Cry. <clears throat> that was also... <laughs> I went from one fucked up movie to another. I know same, same level. <laughs> uh, but with the Hardigan character, he dealt with the kidnapping. Yeah, uh, the senator who's played by, played uh, by Powers Booth's Powers son Booth. was like this sex uh addict pedophile like, pedophile who liked little girls and he's always getting Ugh. them off from doing things to the point where the center's got guys that will bring him girls and everything Ugh. and so hardigan's after the little girl he wants to try to rescue this little girl and his partner is michael madsen remember at the beginning of yeah. the talk he has to punch michael madsen out in the face and he he does great the, the narration weird dialogue was too it was very noir dialogue yeah and he yeah. does you think of the wrong way see <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, not not like that not level quite but bad, that bad but like Michael uh, Madsen has you, 
you're at the end of your life and you got a bad ticker type of uh, line. Yeah, and that it? was part of the thing that he had a bad heart. So he was he was really pushing himself to get this girl. But he did the narration in the thing too. That's what I was about yeah. to say. Wasn't it also like, man dies. like narrated old yeah, detective yeah. Everyone style? narrated their own things. So right. the Bruce Willis uh, narrated it. Mickey Rourke mar- narrated his and then Clive Owen narrated his. Justin sat here and listened to Paul talk. <laughs> they were discussing he knew it a would, movie. He knew it would take too long. I was fully, <laughs> yes, I was fully engaged Justin until has I was no, Justin, Justin has no idea what he's saying right now. I'll smile. Maybe he'll move on. <laughs> the game has ended. <laughs> So yeah, this this best stuff with but the little girl turns into Je- uh, Jessica, Jessica Alba. Alba and Bruce Willis is like in prison for six years in this lone cell. <laughs> they actually make uh, because he ends up shooting Nick Stahl in the hand and in the mm-hmm. junk. Oh and, man! Uh, ends up um, the sender wants to make kind of a spectacle out of him, so he puts him in that solo cell, like the the Hannibal Lecter yeah. cell in the middle of the room mm-hmm. for like nine years, and he gets a letter a week from Jessica Alba's character and everything. And the last two weeks, they stop letters stop coming, so he's he's frantic and he can't wait to get out. When he gets out, he goes and visits her at the she's like strip stripping club. at the yeah. strip club and uh-huh. everything. And the Nick Stahl character had to go <laughs> through this experimental like procedure to get his to grow his junk back and everything and it's turned him like this insane yellow yeah he's like a he's like a little a goblin. goblin and he smells they, they always talk about how bad he smells and everything and uh nicky katz is nicky katz and that guy from the, when he the gets guy who shot dug with the it. grave yeah, yeah, yeah and uh kill bill yeah, yeah, yeah. too yeah him and nicky Cat. <laughs> When Nikki gets, gets shot by the arrow, <laughs> Do you remember that scene? No. The, uh, this was the this Michael is when Clark they, Duncan scene in the Clive Owen. Remember uh, they were going into the old the town, old town where the girls controlled everything. Mm-hmm. Like and uh, Benicio del Toro, oh, he was, was so good. In this. They gave him a fake nose in this yeah. movie, and it, it almost can't tell he's him. And he like whispers all his dialogue through the whole thing, and huh. that's where Rosera Dawson is, uh, kind of controls all the kind of women that. Uh, and the who's the uh, young girl that's that was the Gilmore walking girls. on the that's the girl the from girl Gilmore from Girls Gilmore that's uh, Rory from the Gilmore Girls uh, Alexis <laughs> definitely different role for her oh yeah <laughs> I remember showing it because my wife wore my wife's favorite show and I showed it to her I said this is Alexis Bledel you didn't know about well, <laughs> and, and she, they gave her those crazy blue yeah, eyes yeah, and yeah. everything I love when he pulls the gun and she says oh mister you, you just, just made the biggest the mistake you ever thing made you ever <laughs> <laughs> immediately remember when yeah they. The girls jump down and they slaughter the, everyone. The Asian girl with the, with yeah, the samurai the sword. Yeah, the Meeker or something Me- like that, Me- they call yeah. her. She came down and like put the through the top of the uh, the car into their heads and everything. And then Benicio. It was a very bloody... Remember Clive yeah, I remember line? that, yeah. He says, he didn't cut his head completely off. He kind of made him into a Pez dispenser. Oh, shit. <laughs> when Benicio yeah, got yeah. sliced in the throat. Oh, and, wow. But the, the Marv stuff, too, is really Marv intense, man, with uh, Mickey Rourke. Really, really, because that was with the Elijah Wood character and the girl from uh, Gerald's Game, who was uh, the, one, uh, the Carla uh, Carla Gagino, the one that did the nude scene. Yeah, she was. She's amazing. That's the girl from the Sun from Son in Law with yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Polly Shore. But she was also from Center of the World. Uh, yeah, she was in Center of the World. She was the uh, the, the stripper friend. that was trying to yeah. borrow money. She's from really her. good. She yeah. she was great in Gerald's Game. Also, as the girl tied to the bed or handcuffed to the bed. But yeah, <laughs> girls get treated poorly probably, yeah, in movies. Yeah. <laughs> Well, her in this movie too, man. Because remember, Elijah gets, Wood doesn't he take some limbs off? Her it's or definitely the craziest Elijah Woods ever played. Oh, he, God. even crazier than Maniac. Remember, he, he was, was crazy. super fast, and, and he had like white eyes. Or he something. had like crazy whitish blue eyes. Like but he couldn't he ate see, flesh. but he could hear. Uh, he ate flesh. Remember, yeah. uh, Rudd Carrier's character was yeah, like, yeah. was kind of covering for him the whole time, and. Uh, 
he would kidnap girls and he would eat their bodies piece by piece, like just a hand and then just an oh, arm, fuck. And just a leg, and he would he would tie him up and sever it and so and when keep you alive. Yeah, Marv came in there to take him out and. It, no one got the drop on Marv, and he got the drop out of him, and he woke up in the dungeon with all the girls' heads on the walls as trophies. Oh, fuck. But Carly Gino's in the corner of the room and everything, and she's, like, shivering and everything, and he comes and he comforts her, and you don't realize she's already missing her hand. And she's like, he made me watch as he ate it. And she's yeah. like, oh, man, this guy is fucked up. And then they cut to Elijah Wood outside, outside just, like, he, listening. And he's, yeah. he never says a word in the whole movie. And he, huh. he, he almost moves like a leopard or a... Yeah. Or a like a tiger or something tiger like or something. that. He, he just and he had like around. didn't he have like nails that were? Remember knives? Marv got him though. Marv. That's right. When he finally got yep. him, he got the hang- No, oh, handcuffed. he handcuffed him. He handcuffed him when they were struggling with each other. Yep. He's just trying to get away. Now you little jackrabbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then Marv is talking to him, and you don't realize that Marv had cut his arms and legs off. And they're on that and the place. Dogs that, and the dogs had the all the dogs. Well, the wolves. There's a this right. place that they have these girls. It's called the farm, which is run by all the mobsters and everything. They know where the farm is. And ultimately, that's where Bruce Willis has to go at the end of the movie. But remember, the wolf is like eating uh, Elijah Wood's legs. And oh, Elijah Wood's just smiling through the whole thing. What? And it's in, it's in, it was very. It's a very I forgot disturbing. about his. I forgot about his scenes. Yeah, his he, scenes were He dark, plays man. some like weird shit yeah. sometimes. He's tried like, to distance himself from his old roles by playing extreme. Yeah. You ever seen Wilford? Was fun, pretty that, funny. I was thinking about Wilford that Wilford was one, pretty yeah. funny. I, I kind of got a, over it after the second season. The first season was really good. I think the second season, but then after that I kind of got off of it. Uh, but to end with the Bruce Willis thing, remember he, he ends up finding Nick Scala. Nick Scala kidnaps uh, Jessica Alba at some point. And uh, remember him ripping Nick Stahl's yellow dick off yeah. no <laughs> just, i do not he wow. reaches down and just rips it off and it snaps off like it was <laughs> like, like taffy and everything <laughs> oh man so bruce willis was great get that out of your head yeah. <laughs> i've had so much like castration thrown at me in the last like month and a half between watching bone tomahawk and like seven other movies involving castration like jesus man <laughs> stop doing it movie. Yeah. for Christ's sake alright as Justin. soon as you stop reacting they'll stop yeah. it's your pick what you got alright um, dude let's go 12 Monkeys Hell's to the yeah yeah man. I really like that movie this is a phenomenal movie yeah just as much as a great Another movie time as it was travel for movie. Bruce it was great for uh Brad Pitt. Man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's so crazy it was wild yeah. he just brought it all in but Bruce Willis is the one who kind of really spearheaded this movie and this was terry gilliam uh who was famous (laughs) would have thought all the uh well he was yeah he's always been a weird kind of guy he did brazil is he the one that did all those little monty python interludes he created monty python he he was the main uh kind of but didn't he draw those cartoons that would do the like he had weird artworks that he did oh right yeah i'm not sure all those interludes Do you remember brazil brazil was crazy brazil was fucked up it was really fucked up he did the fisher king which was crazy <laughs> and weird. Get, die the Jack uh, of Daniels. He's been trying to <laughs> do it. Until I he's had a Fear of Loathing <laughs> in Las Vegas. That was him. Oh, wow. But he's been trying to get his Don Quixote movie off, off for like 20 years. Really? Literally, he's been working How on trying to get funny for it. I don't know. It that. must be really weird. Also, remember he did that uh, The Imaginary of Dr. Panassas, which was... Oh. I loved how they worked all the different characters in because Heath Ledger's uh, character was the only one I didn't like in that movie. Yeah, but then (laughs) how clever it was how they made that movie continue uh, by bringing in five other actors to play him. Do you ever seen that movie? No. He was like that must have been. He was like he was filming that right when we were filming Project Threshold. Yeah. Yeah, because that's when he died. Uh, And 
Don't Not do, to go off on a tangent drugs, from too much of a tangent from uh, Twelve Monkeys, but the Heath Ledger character had to go into it when he went into this doorway, go into this different world where they worked in this inventive thing that when he was in the doorway, mm. he looked like somebody else. So the first time he went through the doorway, he was Jude Law. The second time he went in, he uh, was uh, Johnny Depp. Yep. And then he went and then in the he third did, time. He did like four different actors. Blanche, came in. Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett may have came in and yeah. done it at one point Some, too. And I think they all donated one. money their their entire uh, paychecks to like his his charity or something oh, like wow. that, or to his or to the daughter. I don't know who uh-huh. uh, they did it to, but that was a great uh, weird. It wasn't that great of a movie, but it was very inventive enough to see it. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was the great Terry Gilliam, and this was probably his most. Uh, uh, Hollywood of movies, probably Twelve Monkeys too, because this mm-hmm. was huge back in the day, and a lot of that is because it was, it was Universal and it was uh, Bruce Willis. You know, Bruce. This was ninety five, so Bruce Willis was a such household. a cool premise. Uh, yeah, yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit? About, I mean, you probably have to help me because it's been a while I've seen it. But so this topia has two different happened. but isn't it in two different time frames yeah. too? Yeah, yeah. Like Twelve Monkey with when you see Brad Pitt, nothing's happened yet. Yeah, right. When you see Bruce Willis, yeah, that's ninety five. So before mm-hmm. that, I think where Bruce Willis, where the movie starts, it's like it could be twenty. They live underground. It could be twenty twenty five. Yeah, something like they that. live underground. They live underground and they choose people to go up to the surface. I just remember him like collecting samples in the Bugs dystopian, and, yeah. and you saw yeah. the grizzly bear. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he, he was going to like the spider. library. Yeah. 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 And yeah. and he thought didn't they think kind of they Crystal Asylum esque? He couldn't breathe the air or something. Uh. No, I, he couldn't. They they scrubbed him down, and uh, when they, he came back and everything, right. but he ended up having to go. There's a whole bunch of judges or doctors yeah. that are all. But part he found of this group. something you weren't supposed to. Well, they're all trying to find a cure to the uh, to what's going on out there. So in that way, yeah, it is. Well, the it's like the plague of the twelve monkeys or something yeah. like that. And like what they're doing is now in the they can't fix the past. All they can do is find a cure so the people that are living underground can go back to the surface mm-hmm. of the earth and be able to do that. So when Bruce Willis is is trying to get these samples and everything, is to find out what they have to. Uh, but they realize that they think that the Army of the Twelve Monkeys, this kind of radical group that was going on during 1995, had something to do with it. So they got Bruce Willis because they thought he had a good enough mind organizationally and this and that, and he remembered things uh, that he would be good to send back to 1995 right. and kind of figure out what he needs to figure out. And at some point, he can come back, and oh, they can snatch him. Well, and, uh, remember, yeah, they can snatch him, but also they gave him a phone number to call and true. leave a voicemail yeah. Yeah. that they would get, yeah. you know, in the future, so like he could kind of report to mm-hmm. them and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but he ends up getting it right when he gets thrown back. I think they send him to the wrong year at some point. Right. They, they, they send yeah, him they back did. too early. Too early. Yeah. And then he ends up getting thrown into an insane asylum. Right. And Madeline Stowe is his doctor who he kind of starts this relationship <laughs> with because she really wants to believe what the hell he's talking about. Right. And uh, this is a very complex interwoven script that's going on here Definitely. too. And you don't realize when you start realizing the Christopher Plummer role in this movie as the father of the crazy Brad Pitt who right. <laughs> played crazy. Yeah, oh, let's talk a little well. bit about he the insane great, asylum man. because that was the meat of the story he met, or what everyone thinks of when they think 12 I, months. I just, my favorite scene is when 
they have him give Bruce Willis the tour. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a good scene. And I, I saw the making of this too. And Brad Pitt said that he talked to several people and watched videos of uh, schizophrenics and uh, people that have that type of issue that he was playing this character mm-hmm. for. And they show him in the documentary moving his hand around and doing things, right? And just kind of repeating stuff like that. And he did a phenomenal job. I yeah. don't know if he was nominated for a Best Supporting Actor for this, but he definitely should have been. Oh, I'm not sure, and but I think also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I think also like because basically Bruce Willis was creating un- unknowingly, yeah. you know, because of what he knew and what Brad Pitt yeah. didn't know. Yeah, he was creating he the Twelve he Monkeys. Did. Like I think he gave him the name, the Army yeah. of the Twelve Monkeys. But once you realize that Brad Pitt not only was he crazy and kind of maniacally, he had tendency of conspiracies. Right. When he's talking about the germs, you know, mm-hmm. they, uh, when he's talking about germs are recreated for these chemical companies, they come in, they said that you can't see these invisible things, but this is what you have to control it. Right. They've mind control and he's talking about all this different stuff. And yeah. Even when he's doing the tour, games, games to make <laughs> you think about, forget about this, right. games to do this. And, yeah. Uh, so you're right. I think later on when you realize that he starts that army of the 12 monkeys, Bruce Willis in his head says, holy shit. Right. And like every good time travel movie, you realize that it's the reason why Doc Brown doesn't want Don't you to touch- hang out with your mother or hang right. out with your father. Right. You're going to fuck with the time uh, continuum or uh, yeah. whatever it is. Was oh, it the man. Simpsons when they sent Homer back in time and he kept stepping on stuff? Oh, oh yeah, 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 I never yeah. saw that one. That That's was a great, great one. Though. That was like a uh, Halloween, Halloween uh, Treehouse Horror one. Yeah. Yeah. He kept oh, stepping great. on bugs. Um, I, one of my favorite scenes, well, I, and I have a bunch in that movie actually, but one of my favorites is how he keeps having that flashback of the little kid at the airport. Yeah. And, and when it finally happens, you're like, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, you know, oh, dude, that's so good. Because David like, Morse. Remember, David Morse plays the lab assistant that's right. for Christopher Plummer, and that's the guy who gets the viruses uh-huh. and yeah. transports them at the end. And where right. he, I remember earlier in the movie where they're just throwing it away the facts, like they're naming all the cities where the virus hit, right. and you don't even put it towards it until uh, David Morse is at the ticket counter and the woman's going through and he says, oh, you're going to uh, New Delhi and Karachi and this and this, right. all the same list that was said that where the, uh, viruses have been started. Yeah. So. yeah, well, and then I'm pretty sure when he sits on the plane, one of the like doctors who had sent Bruce Willis back, I think yeah. it's the female, the female. is yep. sitting next to him. You know? So you're kind of thinking... Is she back there to correct what Bruce Willis couldn't correct? Right. Or is she in on it? Is she in on it? Or this is who she became because of this? Yeah. It really left a lot of open holes. There's a series for it. I hear it's really good. Oh, really? Uh, The 12 Monkeys series. I think it was on sci-fi for at least two seasons. I mean, that stuff is interesting because that's something that could bring about the apocalypse of the Oh, yeah. Viruses. Viruses. Mosquitoes. Yeah. Mosquitoes is gonna bring back. Uh, is gonna fuck everything up. Fuck yeah, dude. My I mean, wife they works kill, for public health. They kill more like, people. There's never anything worse than little disease carriers that can literally spread them at mass yeah. quantities. Ugh. It's insane. But yeah, Twelve Monkeys was just a phenomenal movie. Yeah, absolutely. No, no one disliked this movie when it came out. It made everyone's career uh, better, and I loved it. So who who would pick that one? Uh, that was me. Oh, that was Dave. Or, uh, give me that list. Give me that list. <laughs> give me that. Keep talking. Keep talking. So look at the list. Look at ones we haven't talked about yet. Narrow it All down. Right, let's do okay. the last Boy Scout. Hell oh, was, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Love the last Boy Scout. This was Tony Scott. You know who wrote this movie? Uh, 
Damon Wayans. Surprise me. Shane Black. I, that's you know I was, couldn't think of the Shane name, but that's... Black's huge right now, man. But people, yeah. he's always been huge, but people don't realize how right. huge he was. You yeah. know, a lot of people uh, realize he's a director. He, a lot of most people think of him as the Iron Man three director, I think, and, and the Predator. Yeah. Uh, but he was in Predator. You know, uh, he was the guy that would make the crude jokes. Right. Uh, uh, Boy, she has a big pussy. Boy, yeah. she has a big yeah. pussy. Yeah. <laughs> the echo, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he wrote all the Lethal Weapons. He wrote Last Boy Scout. He yeah. wrote all those action movies in the 80s. Mm. He know, uh, I mean, this movie had a ton of action. Oh, and it oh, had yeah. him written sure. all over it. And Tony Scott was the, um, the director of it. A lot of people... There's rumors, if you look up a lot of the kind of trivia about Last Boy Scout, it notoriously sounds like... Uh, Shane Black and Tony Scott. This was probably the uh, most miserable movie they were always they were ever on because it looks like Joel Silver. Do you know the, the, the producer? producer? Yeah. Uh, Joel Silver and B- Bruce Willis basically uh, took this movie for themselves. <laughs> really? <laughs> and did whatever the fuck they wanted. Oh wow! It. And that's kind of what's come out here. Shane Black's script is a lot darker. That's totally different. But Joel Silver, so much so that they said that Tony Scott. Uh, based that character from True Romance, that uh, shady producer that Bronson Pinchot worked for yeah, that yeah, was buying yeah. the coke, he made him look like he does look just like Joel Silver. He made him look like Joel Silver. He made him act like Joel Silver. He basically made that character so he could kill them because of the experience <laughs> he was put through. That's on fucking Last Boy hilarious, Scott. dude. So I love that he. I don't think it do came that. out good though. And, yeah, I it, mean, it came the out, movie was. Good. I saw this. Yeah, in the it probably done. It probably did well. In the yeah, this was '91. I was like a just sophomore. back to the movies now. I was a sophomore in high school and i remember seeing this in the theater it was awesome man yeah. i saw it we saw it like after a friday night football game too so it was especially oh, nice. good because it had that kind of mild football, football element, element to yeah. it because that opening scene man do you remember the opening scene yeah dude that man, was a crazy oh, movie. and you didn't know, quite know up. what was going on the guy got the phone call and you just realized that this guy had gotten threatened that he needs to win this game yeah and he it's just you never in a million years thought and it's this great like uh college or pro football pro but football. it's a fake football it's yeah. like the stallions i think yeah yeah it. and it's raining la stallions it's or something. night game and it's raining yeah, it's rain. they would have stopped this game way before this it was way yeah. too much rain for this yeah. type of thing do they done. stop football games when for it's this when it's for this bad when it's for extreme lightning. For lightning, i don't think they, they stop it for rain yeah no i've sat in like i mean it was the beginning of a hurricane at yeah. ben hill you know, yeah. there just I wasn't sat lightning. through a Tennessee game back in the nineties. Might have been was, that one. Water was flowing down yeah. the steps yeah. like it was a brook. Yeah. When it gets too hard to throw that ball or even hold on to yeah. it, it's kind but of that's when it's fun, that shit man. Gets yeah. So heavy though, Watching when it soaks up fucking... all that water. Thinking about how hard a quarterback yeah. to throw, break your damn hand, man. <laughs> so this guy gets the ball, man, and he just runs down the field. When, yeah. the, when the people start coming at him, he t- pulls out a pistol and pull starts. Pull out my nine and bust a cap in the ass. Start shooting him, man. Jesus. One thing that stood out to me is. How they used to joke, how you could throw little jokes or little s- scenes with sexual assault and get away with it. Because remember, they had that scene where the lineman was trying to get the girl to go down on him in the hot tub. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, and I don't remember. He just kept that. holding her underwater, and uh, Damon Wayne's character's like, hey, man, stop that. Yeah, remember, he threw the oh, ball and broke his, broke his nose. nose. Oh, He's yeah. the one who spotted him at the end of the movie. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was like, it was just one-line comedy. It was com- the best comedy action you could think of. They killed man. Holly Berry off pretty quick. They did. Yeah. Uh, so we could talk some favorite scenes. I loved. Uh, I loved Bruce McGill in this movie. Uh, who don't take my favorite scene. Bruce McGill. <laughs> you know Bruce McGill played the. He was 
one of my favorite Tales of Crypt episodes he's from, but he's played like lawyers. He oh, yeah, was yeah, the yeah. best friend from uh, Law Abiding Citizen, Bruce McGill. Yeah. He played Bruce Willis's boss yeah. there, who was sleeping with his wife, who uh, he had just talked to on the phone, remember? And then he went home, mm-hmm. and uh, Bruce Willis, is, you can tell he doesn't have a great yeah. relationship for his wife. And he's looking around the room, and Where he realizes the toilet seat's up and everything. Yeah. And he <laughs> can tell that the, the someone just took a shower, and he immediately looks at his wife and says, uh, Who's the guy in the closet? Uh-huh. she's like what are you talking about you're crazy there's no one in the closet yeah and uh he's like oh you forget i'm a detective and everything and he's like, i'm gonna count to three and i'm gonna pull a bullet in that closet and yeah. it's to like two and she's like no wait and then the door opens and it's his buddy yeah, uh, yeah. bruce mcgill his boss i love how they go outside he could he almost could care less that he slept head with his head wife. or gut yeah head or gut is what he said he wants to know if he, you want to oh, punch right. him in the head. yeah 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 and he punches him in the gut but then uh bruce mcgill gets in his car turns that fucking key oh, yeah. and just Boom. explodes Boom. and uh then it's kind of on man bruce willis takes the job that bruce mcgill <laughs> wanted him to take which happened to be the halle berry job which gets him connected with damon wayans right which un- exposes a plot my can i jump to my favorite scene sure so the, who's the 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 weird killer? Oh, he's the guy from uh, Nothing But Trouble, yeah. and uh, he played Julio he was, in Easy Money. He was great. <laughs> I loved him in, as Julio in so Easy great. Money. He was so great. He was in something else uh, <coughs> way back in the day that was uh, great. He was in a Seinfeld episode. He's the one that yeah. told Elaine she had to wash her hair with uh, with tomato sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so they would try. Yo, he's after he now. sat in yeah. after he sat in the car that. The, they had the stink yeah, that would never stink. come oh, out. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to look him up because he but, was in something that we. Really so they were really trying remember. to frame. They were going to frame Bruce Willis for to. They were going to blow up the senator that wouldn't. And the senator is the guy from uh, Major League. Major League. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ, can't, can't hit a curveball. Curve oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were going to frame him because he was on the sports betting committee and he wanted more money than the, Noble than the owner. Noble Winning, Willingham was the uh, the owner. The owner, you know, yeah, son yeah, bitch, yeah. The guy from. But they, Gentleman. but they, so they, they, they're with Bruce Willis. Then they catch Damon Wayans and Bruce Willis's daughter mm. out in the woods spying on the deal that was going down so they bring him over and the daughter goes up to bruce willis and hands him the the puppet oh that was a remember he scene, puts man. the puppet on and he's like hey look at this guy over here yeah. this yeah. fat guy this hey look at this fat fuck over here this is yeah. the first pussy they've seen in like two years yeah. <laughs> he's getting all really laughing funny, yeah and then and then he uh and then he didn't realize it but the daughter had put his service revolver uh-huh. in the puppet uh-huh. So he shoots, yeah. starts uh, shooting up. Awesome. And the other scene is is when they killed the guy that was sleeping with his wife. Yeah. Mem- remember, he leaned in the car and he's like, is there a problem? He's like, yeah, this bullet's got, this gun's got too many bullets in it. That guy, uh, I just he looked him up. Him with it. He was in, uh, uh, he was the mailman in Better Off Dead. Why are you oh. getting all this sleazy smut in the mail? Yeah, Remember? that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he died two, How to year, pick up he died trashy two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> he unfortunately died two years ago of liver cancer. Oh, yeah, right, man. It's sad. He was, he was great. This, you would never in a million years to think him to cast him as the bad guy in this, too. Yep. I love where... Uh, this is how silly the movie is, where he says, "I can, I get through this. I'm gonna dance a jig, man. I'm gonna dance a jig." Oh yeah. Remember when yeah, he, uh, yeah. he kills the guy and he's like, "What is he doing up yeah. there? I think he's dancing." Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. I mean, yeah. you, you had Damon Wayans jump on the mascot of the horse, yeah, and run down the field and had to throw had the to football. throw the football at yeah. the senator's head, and yeah. just hit the bullet in time, man. You it's really had to be, yeah. I mean, you had to be on. into this movie and completely. Joel Silver was like, "Get a work, get a work." Yeah. No, well, and you it, could see that it did, but it was also. Uh, uh, it was a darker, darker Tony Scott's script. probably like, that is the stupidest 
idea for the ending I've ever heard uh, of. And he's like, it's Stan. Well, <laughs> and Shane Black. Shane Black, uh, Shane, took, Black. Uh, Shane Black took his movies pretty seriously, too. And you could tell which scenes were Shane Black and which weren't because Shane Black, by he had built up a quality or a, a quantity of movies that you could tell. He loves kids, man. He always puts a scene with kids in there, like the scene in uh, Lethal Weapon when they go visit the kid. Yeah. Hey, Alfred, how you doing, Don't Alfred? tell him your name, Don't tell Alfred. him your name, Alfred. <laughs> That's got Shane Black written all over, man. The stuff in Iron Man 3 when he's dealing with the kid and the kid keeps the suit in the barn that's so Shane yeah. Black and in this movie where the kids put the dead squirrel oh, on um, Bruce, Bruce Willis when he's passed, passed out, out in the car oh, and then they, they see this guy is trash man that is so Shane Black apparently I killed a squirrel there's no way that wasn't in the Shane Black's original script too because mm. that's got him written all over it man but yeah it was a fantastic movie Yeah. alright well, we're getting down to the nitty gritty here what we got Uh-oh. we got three movies left alright alright I'm going to pick the movie that is now everyone is rushing to go see again because in January there is 19 years later they're doing a sequel to this movie and this is 2000's Unbreakable. Oh hell yes, man. Love Unbreakable, man. This was M Night in his prime. He had just done Six Sense. His next movie was was this movie. And there were two different kind of uh Schools of thought on this, <laughs> being those who liked it, and those, <laughs> those who didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you call it schools of yeah. thought. I thought that shit was great. I, I loved it. I was in the mm-hmm. camp that of the people that yeah. really enjoyed it. Samuel L. Jackson know. was fucking amazing. Was what so could you much, not like about this? It, movie? There was so well, much did, more to this movie than what did was they on just the surface not too. think that that Sam Jackson's evolution of the character wouldn't have well allowed himself to to let what happened at the end I, happen. Yeah, I think people kind of were turned. This was still. At the time period where uh, it being a comic book type element turned people off. They're like, uh, oh, what the hell? I guess. Yeah, but yeah. if it was done today, I think, it, or the people who grew up with this movie certainly it's didn't think so. It's about to man. be. And it's true. Yeah, it's very I'm true, I'm looking man. forward to Glass. Uh, Glass is going to be amazing. Yeah. So so we're basically ta- talking about two different characters on two different kind of ends of the spectrum right. in this script. It starts out with it starts out with that really kind of disturbing scene where the guy from Oz is uh called in when the baby uh where young glass is uh is delivered. Remember and he's yeah. crying and the mom's did like dro- Did you drop this baby? Yeah, oh man, it was did you drop this baby? Yeah. This, is, this baby's arms and legs are broken and they're, all, and they're all crying and that's basically the introduction to uh Samuel Jackson's character who has a brittle bone disease. <laughs> she makes his ass walk down to the park yeah, to get a comic book that would have been stolen in South Philly in about yeah. two seconds. <laughs> she, she had to do what she had to do. She'd yeah. get him out of the house, though, man. Yeah. You can imagine if you had this problem, and I think by the, I think by the, when he was an adult, he had broken 87 bones or something, something like that. Like I think that. 57, he was in a wheelchair. 57, is that yeah. what it was? Because uh, I broke eleven, I was trying to figure out how close I was. Well, to then he, when he took the, when he when he went down the subway steps, he probably oh. dro- broke another twelve. Oh, so. At least, <laughs> oh. yeah. So you've got Samuel Jackson. He's got that brittle bone disease and everything. Mm. He's kind of recluse, and he's got to spend time in comic books and in his mind, and kind of learning and not kind of uh, being with other people and other kids. But then on the other end, you go you jump totally into that Bruce Willis kind of character who he's on the he's on the train fucking train wreck and and they if you think about how much how great certain exposition is you can get out in a simple way with that scene yeah oh it's so great where he takes his ring off 
when he I takes it, he, he sees that cute girl sit down next to him and they show remember they're shooting it where they're panning from him to her through the seats uh-huh. when they're having this conversation M. Knight loves things clouding up his frame yeah he does he loves stuff he'll in the shoot front. through gates yeah. uh, like oh, yeah. through branches he shot blinds, through the blinds through the blinds through at the, the end the curtains yeah. through the end I mean he um, loves that so he did this and you get to see Bruce Willis takes his ring off and he puts it in his scumbag. pocket and he's, he's just doing that scumbag that move shit yeah. Yeah. Have the, at least have balls to and hit on her when you ring on and he gets called, <laughs> he gets called on it not knowing she has a ring on and everything and she gets uh, freaked out she gets freaked out and changes seats and should've, everything she should have sat next he to puts him his ring maybe back he could have helped her maybe <laughs> yeah. so what happens is uh, uh, a train filled with people and uh, 137 137 or, so? or something and it derails yeah and what happens there once well, you take it from he, there he ends up coming out like completely unhurt not a scratch yeah not and a scratch on him they and take everybody's him, freaked out about yeah, it. Yeah, they take him to the hospital, and everybody's just staring at him like, you know... Even like, the doctor. Even the doctor's like... Yeah. It's like, why you keep looking at me like that? Why you keep looking at me like yeah. that? And the doctor's like, well, there's two reasons I'm looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> in about in about three minutes, you're about to be the lone survivor yeah. of this. That's crazy. And, and, and number two is, you don't have a scratch on you, yeah, dude. that's Not so a scratch. nuts. Yeah. And, uh, and... So now he's he he works security. He works security at the stadium. At the stadium. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a wife played by a Robin Wright Penn, beautifully played by yeah. Robin Wright yeah. Penn. They have she some distance distance between them, obviously. Yeah. And the kid and is really son. good. Yeah. The kid from oh, uh, Gladiator was that really, scene, really good at that. That oh. scene with the, with the gun. Oh, oh god. Why'd you tell us about that scene? Yeah, well, okay, well, so first well, you can jump forward. You you realize well, so that you're, you're starting to actually because they don't they get tell a note. He gets a note left on his car. Remember? By Samuel. By Samuel Jackson. Right. Asking if he'd ever been sick. Right. Yeah. Trying to say that he was supernatural. Right. Yeah. And uh, so you're starting to believe because so basically by this point, you know that Samuel L. Jackson thinks that he is a superhero. Bruce Willis doesn't believe it, but he's starting to, you (laughs) know, and his son starts to believe it because (laughs) I think this is right after the weight training scene where he keeps that was a great scene too. Oh my gosh. He's like, I just want to see how much I can do. And he ends up putting all the yeah. weight How on much the bar. More we, what else we got? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and he can hands. just lift it all. And it's slow. He's not yeah. throwing it up, but he's, he can just do it. 350 you know? pounds, which should not be the case with somebody his size. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so the next morning, at like breakfast, yeah. you know, um, they're getting ready to eat and his son comes out with a fucking pistol, yeah. you know, and is getting ready to shoot his dad. For a second there, Bruce Willis is like, don't worry, he doesn't know where the bullets are. And then he tells him, it's in your trophy case yeah. and everything. And he's like, holy shit, did you load that gun? Yeah. Jacob? Was it Jacob or something? I'm not sure. Uh, but, yeah. I uh, mean, it was intense, super man. It was intense, super intense. Dude. I love it. And they kind of lightened up a little bit with, you, you don't kill friends. Yeah. Don't kill friends, Jacob. Right, yeah. <laughs> you're right. No, 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 you're right. I'm a superhero. That yeah. bullet's going to bounce off my chest and then I'm moving to New York City yeah, and you're never going to see me again. He literally had to threaten to leave yeah. the house yeah. if he pulled the trigger. But then uh, when they all collapsed at the same time on the floor, yeah. I still beat like, that kid's ass. Oh, son. I don't think you should hit your kids. I can lift over 350 pounds. You will never disobey me again. <laughs> For me, some of the best stuff in this is when he was testing his powers and he was standing in the middle of crowds yes, and putting uh, his hands yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Yeah. And he well, the came scene across was... that, that woman who stole the jewelry. Yep. Uh, and then he ultimately the... hit on that guy that sees he... taken over that house, the guy in the mm-hmm. orange jumpsuit. Yeah. Oh, that crazy scene when he falls out of the window onto the pool. Oh, yeah, that's because that's his where weakness. He, where he goes there, That's man. the scariest thing in the yeah. world right yeah. there. So he goes to that... He goes to the house basically to save this uh, family. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that the the father had already died. They uh, this 
killer just showed up at the house and took over the house. Yeah. Just came in, killed the father, tied up the two kids and tied up the mother in the bedroom and everything. Right. And you get to see this great intense scene where Bruce Willis in like a cloaked raincoat yeah. is making his way like a superhero yeah. through the fucking house. And the house music and, too. Like oh, when he's really he, intense, oh, dude, man. so good. And you see that he releases the girls and he goes to uh, release the mom, but then the guy gets... Uh, shows up behind him and throws Bruce Willis in that pool, man. Yeah. Like you said, going on top of that pool cover and, and you watching see it the ends yeah. come down. Oh, that's always and that's always an anxious oh, yeah. thing in a movie because, oh, yeah. like, you know, if that really happens, like everyone knows how it is to be in a pool, man. man so. Yeah, I've seen Lethal Weapon. Yeah, <laughs> see, I shot him in the leg. Now he questioned it. <laughs> <laughs> but the. Uh, the girls save him. Remember the two little girls that were tied up? Oh, that's put the right. Pole put the yeah. save and pull them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes up and he just he chokes that guy's out. And he's yeah. like busting through the drywall. Oh and man, shit. some stuff man like, took him fucking beaten. Yeah, man. yeah. Till he ends up. I love the scene the next morning where he slowly pushes the headline newspaper over to his son. Yeah, and, uh, like, and to kind of show him, hey, yeah, I am that hero and yeah. I save these people. Yeah, but it kind of all goes down to that end sequence and when they, he goes and visits uh, Sam oh, Jackson yeah. and everything's acting. going great. Yep. Yeah. He was going in because he thought he, hey, I kind of got a friend now and everything. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, now and, I got to shake your hand. Yep. And he knew it was going to happen. That's oh, why. That's right. And yeah. he hadn't done it until then. And Sam's like, I, I think it's about time that we we shook. Yeah. And he knew that he was going to see right. certain yeah. things. And yeah. what does he see there, Justin? Uh, well, he sees that Samuel L. Jackson, who is not called glass or anything like yep. that through the whole movie. You don't look at him as a mastermind villain. Right. Yeah. You just look at him as somebody Someone who, who belie- might be searching for a superhero. Yeah. Who believes in him as a superhero. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And you realize that he is the mastermind <laughs> the super villain, villain yeah. behind all. It's like three train wrecks yeah, and a plane crash attacks, or something which like he that. Like, burned a building down. To find just to Bruce find Willis. Bruce yeah, Willis. well, because Bruce Willis didn't know either, yep. you know, and yeah, and that's when he's like, it's no you fun know, being a supervillain if you don't have anybody that can, an arch nemesis. Yeah, you got to have some friction in your life yeah, to make things. Right? It's not fun if you just yeah. Well, one of the best, and I, I love the mom talking to Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. art uh, at the art showing and everything, yeah. and. This this is, is probably watching it now. The most meaningful uh, scene in the movie to me is where his mom's saying, uh, "You know, my son always told me there were two villains. You know, there was the mastermind, mm-hmm. and then there was the underling villain who did all the stuff." Right. Brings us to Split. Mr. Glass. Brings us to Split. Yeah. Because Split, you can tell. Dave hasn't seen Split. He's yet. the blunt instrument. Yeah, yeah, he is the blunt instrument that right. he's going to use. He wants to see the monster, yeah. and he wants to be able to unleash him and use. I'm the brains, you're the brawn. And I'll see unleash Split him. It's before brilliant. I see. Oh, Glass, absolutely. And the yeah. you wouldn't even know they were connected until the last three minutes, right? Which was what was great about it. You know, you knew it was M Night, and it was a phenomenal movie from the beginning to end. It was great. Yeah. But then that scene, uh, if you haven't seen, uh, what did you say the budget was? Like seven 16, million. It's like, uh, like uh, I thought it was seven million. million. It was like sixty million. Sixteen or sixty. Sixty for like split. It was done almost like an independent film. Really. And everything, but the very end of the movie at the diner yeah. sequence, and it was very subtle, man. Yeah. Very subtle to the point. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people watching it were like, "What the fuck does that?" I mean? couldn't wait for it. Uh, but the people that were in the know knew yeah. knew what was going on. Yeah. And it was basically them talking about. Uh, the killer, the split guy, and yeah. everything, and they were like, "Wow, this sounds very familiar to that thing that happened back in the day." You know? Yeah, and they were like, "What's that? What was what, that guy's name?" What was that name? guy's name? And it uh, just slowly pans down, down the kind of the 
the diner, the counter, diner counter, yeah. you know, and, he, and Bruce Willis is just sitting at the end yep. and he says, Mr. Glass. And that's it. And Boom. that was the end of the movie yeah. oh. and everything. And you realize, holy shit, these suckers are connected, man. Yeah. And the trailers they've been showing. was the budget. Really? Like, Nine million? Nine wow, million. that is insane. Well, that I mean, is like most of it, that's low budget, million, man. Yeah, I mean, most of under it took, a million is like ultra low. Budget. Most of it took place in that yep. underground yep. area. I mean, there were only a few above ground shots, really. Yeah. You know, made two seventy eight, made for nine million. Made for <laughs> apparently, McAvoy did not get paid per character. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't afford him. Because they must have paid him at least that amount to play. But you know what? In the yeah, but think oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. Think about it. I, People they will probably get back end. Well, they yeah. get back end deals. Yeah, well, and, they're like, you know, well, if this movie if, grosses hundred million, goes, you get one percent yeah, or one tenth also, of one percent. And also, if this movie does well, then you're going to be in the next movie, and yeah. that's oh, yeah. going to be and something now, that's now we make now money. we need you at this point. Well, yeah. clearly, McAvoy was told, "Hey, you will be playing the main character." Yeah. He's done some good stuff. Oh yeah, oh, he's yeah. done good stuff. In a Have lot you ever seen the movie with him and Rosario Dawson? Which was the name of it? I'll have to look it up and let you know. It's it's. I'll tell you about it. It's great. All right, so that let was us know. You call, you have your people call it people. <laughs> so it's Justin's go, and well, it's gonna only have to go one way here. <laughs> I, I there's know there's two more picks, but one of them we're gonna leave to the very end. So we'll go to the next to last one there. Okay, we'll just go. I'll even let it. you say it. Number eight. Number eight. Oh yeah, that was the one I was gonna pick anyways. Is the Duh. fifth elephant? The fifth elephant. <laughs> sure, the, the fifth, fifth elephant. Fifth elephant. <laughs> I would watch that movie right now. Yeah. <laughs> is it like Babar and like yeah. his, all his cousins, and four friends? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have this shit written by the end of the pod. <laughs> Scrap murder farm. What's <laughs> 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 happening? Oh, Multi pass. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this had, this had the guy. Remind from, me to tell you news on this had uh, the guy from later. Striking Distance okay. on it too. The the. the guy yeah, stuck in the freezer. <laughs> uh, he was in uh, which movie was he in? Striking Distance, the one that. Oh, Brian J- uh, James. Yeah, the guy from Horror Show and. Uh, he was Blade Mr. Glaster. He was Mr. Glass. Oh, Iceman. He was the uh, yeah the Iceman in uh, another forty eight hours. 48 yeah, hours. that was good. Hmm. But yeah, the fifth element, man. This was Luc Besson. So this was Luc Besson is a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> so he did uh, the first thing I think I saw him that what he did was La Femme Nikita. Mm. Which they ended up redoing later on as uh, I, Point yeah, No Return. I didn't see that until after the Point of No Return. Yeah, uh, but it was basically it was the same thing. So he was the director, French or the writer, guy. the director. So, Probably wrote. So this is funny. I read this the other day. Him and um, who was uh, Lilu? What's her name? Amelia. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he was married. They got together yeah, yeah, yeah. during this movie. Got married, and then whatever movie he did next, he the, got, fema- the female co-star from yeah. that he got with and divorced her. Like, damn, well, dude. And she like, goes to all the directors because she divorced Luke Besson and then married uh, uh, Paul Anderson, who did the Resident Evil movies, uh, where she met him on Resident <laughs> Evil. And Interesting. You find someone. Yeah. You got fr- you got franchise movies written yeah. all over it. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I, I divorced him when I knew there wasn't a yeah. fifth element too. Oh, you're not yeah. doing two fifth elements. You're Fuck doing you the then, sixth dude. element. Fifth oh. element two. Lilu's Adventures. <laughs> yeah. Multipass. I liked her. Yeah, right. Oh, she I liked was great her in that. Movie, oh no, she's great. I I, I like her. We a haven't lot. talked about Resident Evil, and that's one of them. No. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna put it on the horror one for zombies, but yeah. Well, we'll get to another one with the. That, that would easily be worked in. So The Fifth Element was a very stylistic movie, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this had colors. If you have a great HD oh, kind of man. TV, oh, yeah. Fifth Element's got to be on the top of your list. Of My favorite to play, scenes man. all together in those movies are the scenes where they're showing the traffic, yeah, like absolutely. where he's oh, yeah. falling. and Where then... she crawls out onto the side of the thing and jumps yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Big bada boom. Yeah, big bada boom. Yeah, uh, really great fun stuff. Or <laughs> like, like he, when he wakes up that morning. I yeah. love when Bruce Willis wakes up and you get to see the weird universe where yeah. he grabs the cigarette, which it's eighty percent filter. Right. As yeah. he's trying to quit. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to quit, and you. He's talking to his boss on the phone, which is a very similar conversation to Last Boy Scout. Like you, very similar conversation. Like they're Russia. actually making homage to it, and. Uh, he, they're going back and forth each other and he's like oh, I just saw a picture of you uh, <laughs> and uh, he realizes how many citations he has but you, you realize he's a cab driver in this kind of futuristic world who gets kind but of he wasn't very good this. at it but he was also you know he was also like an ex ex military you know, special forces which comes in handy President Tiny Lister talk about it just gotta love that one of the best villains too fucking Debo for president one of the best presidents with Gary Oldman, man, who is oh, a Gary Luke Oldman. Passan he guy, was man. Great and he movie. was they made him a weirdo. Because Luke Passan did the professional, also Leon, uh the same movie, but uh released different kind of I, locations. Yeah. My favorite is when he's where he's, he's selling them the crates. Yeah. Look at all these things. No, no. Oh, that's a crate. <laughs> no, yeah. when they didn't know what the red button was for. Yeah, oh, yeah. Now, a real killer would ask what the red button for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His Zord's Boom. Oldie, goodie, an oldie but goodie. The Ice Cube Maker. <laughs> shooting different things and showing the nets showing up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love those creatures, too. Oh, yeah. Why you cover yourself? Show us yourself. Yeah. Don't be uh, be proud of who you are. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, shake himself. Yeah, creatures. that was an awesome change. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. Chris Tucker. Yeah, Chris Tucker's character... Oh. Was what, Rosie? Fun. Was that the name? Uh, Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. Or Ruby Rod. Ruby Rod. Ruby Rod. Yeah. Ruby Rose is actually an actress. All those actresses <laughs> were wearing the weird clothing. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. John Paul Gaultier did all the costumes in this movie. Oh, interesting. I believe that. Uh, we like, we kind of glossed got a over French the French fashion designer to do these fucking weird. Remember the steward? What the stewardesses were? Those. Oh were yeah. Pretty, they were. We kind of glossed they had over all the, the little freckles. Uh, they were pretty cute. Yeah. The opening man with Luke Perry. Oh yeah. Where they really that's showed right. what Aziz was going on. light <laughs> light. Aziz, oh, light. that's right. That's yeah. where that came from. From Project Threshold. Remember we just kept yelling that the whole <laughs> yeah, film I shoot. I don't actually. Yeah. Yeah. Every time <laughs> we needed to light the set, we're like Aziz. Yeah. Light. <laughs> that's awesome. But uh, yes, yeah, so you realize that these are there's a. The elements. Uh, and this is the fifth element. The five elements that kind of protect Earth. Yeah. And the fifth one is being held. Uh, the the aliens basically are entrusted in it with this like monk on Earth. Mm-hmm. But I guess things aren't getting too dangerous. Oh, who played the head monk? He was good. The older oh, guy. The, the guy that played oh, Bilbo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The guy for Ian Holm. Ian Holm. Yeah, he Ian was Holm, really, really good. Alien. He played the the robot. His little alien. assistant was funny. <laughs> yeah, too. when they. Oh, yeah. Well, he had originally well, sent him. Will and Grace guy. I don't know. They had originally I, I sent him guy. to the ticket counter. Remember, and he was like talking and talking, and then Bruce Willis shows up. Yeah, and was like, "Thanks for taking my place, David." Pushed him out of the way. Yeah, just like kicked his ass. She knows it's a multi-pass. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. So the aliens come and they take the. Uh, the stones yeah. away from them, and yeah. uh, stones. Not then, safe like a hundred years later, remember they they actually have to hide it. They're inside they're, they're breaking opera, the deal, and it's going to be singer. inside the yeah. opera singer. She was like, like the empress stomach. or something like that. I just heard his mom would call him up. Oh, you win a prize, and you don't take your mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get this what is number? Falston's paradise. Or yeah, Falston's yeah, paradise. paradise. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, who was the? They, they, they he wins the drugged out like ex professional athlete or something like that. He was like, throw me the gun, throw me the gun. Yeah. And he like slides over like... Was oh, he, the like, deaf guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> what does he throw over? He throws over like an apple or some yeah, shit yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> I just love how Chris much Chris Tucker's about... scream was great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> what are Come we in, do, my Dallas? Dallas? Come Dallas? in my man. Come in my man. 
Like, <laughs> what a weird movie. What's these numbers? What's these numbers? Yeah. <laughs> I don't smoke. I quit smoking. If I knew this was going to happen, I would have kept smoking. I don't smoke anymore. <laughs> I don't have any matches. <laughs> it was fun though, man. Yeah. It got funner as it went along. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and and you know, and it increased in like on like anxious like, on the page though, and. I, I have a feeling he pro- this probably came with a design presentation. Oh, go ahead. Uh, with uh, the sets and the outfits, with the colors and everything, because this had a specific look to it that nothing since then kind of looked at it. Well, there was he he did another movie recently, and I remember just from watching the trailer. I can't. I'm trying to think of what it was. Luke Besson. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but from watching the trailer, I was like, man, this looks just like The Fifth Element, you know, and. Uh, Fuck, what was the name Sherwin of it? Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that did have a Cirque du Soleil look to it, actually. Like, this could have been like a Terry Gilliam movie. He's the only one I could know that would the do French. that type of stuff. Yeah, that have that type of the palette that he just chose to use, man. Uh, the outfit that Lila wore. I got to take a couple pictures for the archives. Yeah, <laughs> got about, yeah Brian Even Hayes. the outfit that... Uh, that uh, Gary Oldman had, he had that like oh, plastic. That weird, yeah. Weird, oh, and I loved when headpiece. I loved when the aliens. Oh, were was talking coming to him, and, and he started like, bleeding. bleeding. Like, oil oh, leading, like, it was man. like oil weird, or something. Like black brownish. Yeah, dude. Like that was. Weird. But like that, I had jumped to it earlier when I thought the scene you were talking about with Ian Holm, where he's explaining to him all the things that need to happen oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah, order yeah. to yeah. make the world go around. Like he flipped basically. the broke the glass. He broke the glass. Look, it's a little chaos. Look at all these things moving, and they all have jobs now because of that one little. Into, yeah, but then, then he, he starts then he chokes on the peach or the cherry pit. That's yeah. Right. yeah, and he's like, "Oh, where's the machine to help you with that?" You know, and he's <laughs> like, "You on the back." He should have just let him fucking die. And the weird creature popped out with the uh, with the, with the with weird the, little snuffle things. up against. That was like a total yeah. Flintstones thing. Yeah, like, like it's just like where do these weird kind of concepts job. come from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was, it was a brilliant movie, man. And he was at the top of his game at that time, also ninety seven. So these next movies we're going to end here on. <laughs> Never seen And uh, the three main <laughs> ones we're going to talk about, but like I said, we could talk about the fourth one also. Uh, the dates we're talking about here is 1988, 1990, and 1995 was mm. the third one. These are the Die Hard films. Hell yes, man. John McClane made yeah, his th- career without a doubt. You have to talk about it. What, um, which one was right the same Jackson one? Landing, uh, uh, three. Okay. Yeah. As long as that one's in there, that's yeah. yeah. (laughs) Die Hard, Die Harder, and uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance are really the three great ones. Yeah, but I do like the one with Justin Long wasn't bad, and Kevin Smith. I did love Live Free or Die Hard. Really, the only bad one was oh, you know the that's where I you know the that's that's where I learned what a fire sale was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love that uh, movie. So we could talk about that one as well. I should pull the date up then if we're going to talk about that, Uh, but. John well, McClane, I mean... Yeah, so he's his... coming to see his ex-wife for Christmas and uh, Christmas movie. Holly. And um, in she works at Nakatomi, Nakatomi Towers. Towers. Yeah, man. <laughs> and uh, Hans Gruber <laughs> happens to show up to the Christmas party. Played and the phenomenal Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. We also yeah, he just died. Yeah. And uh, they take the floor hostage. And wh- why is it, though? Is it a robbery of some It's kind? a robbery. It's a robbery. The balance... The... Bear bombs. Bear bombs. That's what it is. Untraceable yeah. Untraceable. Bear bombs. Yeah. 
And, uh, and I mean, essentially, without John McClane being on his way over there, it would have been the perfect robbery. They would have gotten away with it just fine because yeah. nobody would have alerted the guy from Family Matters. <laughs> yeah, good old Carl. <laughs> Yellow number I seven. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, this is a pretty good synopsis he's going on here. It's like, yeah. the name yeah. of yeah. Your pregnant guys. wife, Twinkies. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, child abuse before yeah. he's even born. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so... I mean, everyone knows Die Hard, man. Yeah. This was huge when it came out. This was, like I said, this made his career. He could, his kind of... Every... Meal ticket was written after this Plus, one. I mean, I think he, the foundations of the character that he's famous for started in Moonlighting. Yeah. That kind of sarcastic... Oh, yeah. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. But he really cemented it yeah. in this. Come on out. Have a couple of drinks. drinks have a laugh. Good time. I remember when this came out, too, there was the... Uh, the F word was still a little uh, kind of risque to yeah. use it. And man, they went overboard on yeah. this movie where I remember like, oh, I can watch this. But if my parents find out I watch it, the first thing they're going to complain <laughs> about is how bad the language is, yeah. was in this movie. But they they let it flow, man. <laughs> yeah. Special oh, yeah. Agent Johnson's no yeah. relation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Robert Dobby, man. And uh, uh, the other guy were fabulous. Or uh, the guy from Breakfast Club. Yep. You yeah. just let him die, yeah. man. That was cold. That's cold. Yeah, is he is he the guy who goes to like make a deal and uh, they end no, up killing no, him? That's no, that's the, another guy. That's oh. Booby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then uh, William Atherton was also in this as the kind of shady reporter. Remember him on the second one? He was the one on the airplane too my, that had to sneak in the My favorite bathroom. scene in this whole movie is probably you probably know which scene I'm talking about. No, there's a lot of scenes in my this movie. My favorite man. scene in this whole movie is when Bruce Willis stumbles upon Hans Gruber. Yes. And Hans oh, Gruber yeah. pretends Just to be... An American accent out of nowhere, dude. Super depends, quick, too. Yeah. yeah. Depends to be a guy, oh, no, you're, you're one of them, aren't don't you? Shoot me, yeah. don't, don't shoot me. Don't shoot me, please. Yeah. Don't shoot me. Yeah, oh, my god. And gosh. Like, but he's he, like, I'm not going to shoot you. But he didn't you. fool Bruce Willis. But he didn't fool Bruce Willis, because mm-hmm. it was great, because he, he thought... he did. Right. He gave him a gun. He's like, you know how to shoot one of these? He's like, yeah, yeah. well, we did paintball in a corporate retreat. Yeah. Like, man, you do a good American accent, dude. But then when he turned around... And then when he turned, me fools. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. And he turned around, and then he got on the walkie-talkie. Yeah. When and he started he speaking German gun, or something, yeah. and pointed the gun, and, and then he's like, "There's no bullets in it, asshole." Yeah. yeah. Oh, so <laughs> that good. good. That was awesome. I just love when he's on his own, man. When he's on his own, and he's oh. up through the duck work. Yeah. He should have found shoes. Walk on the glass. Should have found or shoes. Or you realize sooner. how good he is when he's in the elevator and he's writing on his arm just the key notes that he hears people talking about uh-huh. hands this right and all different yeah. uh, things that he can talk about and uh, even the, the that first incursion you know where the black guy went in to they go in the lobby talking about like uh the lakers game or something oh yeah and then they just get to the guy and they shoot him and then he spins around in the chair and now he's got control of this and you've got the other guy you got the the limo driver uh the limo driver you forgot about the limo driver yeah, i'm looking uh, his name uh, up right milo now. i think it's milo i think well, yeah, i'm looking it up right now. uh but then you've got the guy who played uh, the yeah, that, asshole uh, from the Money one that was Pit. running the computers, the black the, dude that was running oh, the he computers. Was he was he was a dick. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> definitely was. But you have that blonde guy, the one who came out shooting. Oh him, yeah, but he yeah, was yeah, the yeah. bad guy from Money Pit, and he had played that kind of blonde type uh, uh, German mercenary German mercenary <laughs> in a lot of different films too. So he was great in it. So Reginald Vell Johnson oh, yeah, is Carl. He, he never <laughs> got typecast as playing a cop, man. No, <laughs> never, never. Yeah, um, and I think it was Theo. Ghostbusters 2, he also played a cop. He played an ambulance driver, that's right. Oh, ha. Reginald Vell Johnson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was packed, filled with great one-liners. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, 
just fun moments, man. Uh, Bonnie Bedelia was fabulous in this as his wife. And so, um, and I'm sure you know this, but a cool little fact about this is when uh, Hans Gruber was getting ready to fall and they were doing the scene, mm-hmm. you know, and they were recording, getting ready to film. Um, in order to get the look that they got out of him, because they were dropping him, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, they told him they were going to let him go on three, and yeah. they let him go on two. Yeah, nice. So the look of surprise on his face is a real look of surprise <laughs> nice. when he's falling. Was he yeah. on a wire outside of a high building? I'm not or? sure. I think they were just dropping him. Yeah, yeah I think they... down and bring him up. Yeah. You know, so, because you um, can tell that it's... They weren't it's quite there remas- yet. It's been remastered, but it still looks pretty... It's iconic now. Yeah, oh yeah, but absolutely. It's, it's still, it's obviously they can do way better now. Yeah. Oh you yeah, see him falling off. But the obviously the one line that uh, makes more than any other one in this scene is that uh, yippee ki yay. Yeah, well, the great. I love when uh, the when great cam. The yeah. great motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the great camera reveal when he had his hands up. Yeah, with oh, the duct got, tape. They, they they pan the camera down and you see the handgun duct tape to yeah. his back. Yeah. Uh, Christmas tape. Christmas had, like, tape. Christmas tape across oh, his yeah. back. So when he grabs it, man, and boom. Yeah. But then him dragging him down. I love him tying himself off with the, uh, with the, fire, uh, with the fire hose yeah. at one point. Remember earlier? Oh, and, and, and he it, had to kick it, the windows and up. it falls down. Yeah. And he's still attached to him. Yep. He's like struggling right. to get the thing oh. off. And it just gets off. Yeah. And was, you could see him It was breathing. one of the... It was tense, a blockbuster. Very yeah. tense. Was... I love him on the top of the building where he's, he finally can get through the cops, but they can't. They don't believe him. And Sir, this line is for uh, official use only. Right. He said, no fucking shit, ladies. It's not like I'm ordering a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, and they worked uh, Reginald Vell Johnson, the little one. Let's move to uh, Die Harder here, man. Yeah. And I love this one just as much. We yeah, saw this in good. the theater. Dad took you, me, and Matt to Foxbro Tri-Ro Cinemas to see this. And, uh, is that the one we locked our keys out of the truck? No, no. This was just this was mom after mom and dad were like oh, divorced. Okay. Uh, this was nineteen. No, that was Ghostbusters. Uh, okay. This was right before I moved to Port Charlotte. And uh, good call. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's been paying he attention <laughs> more than the person that experienced. <laughs> I blocked out my childhood. <laughs> I remember it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Justin. That's what they. That's what they call it, blocking it out. <laughs> <laughs> He's delivering your movie for <laughs> 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 What's going on here, man? <laughs> Symbiotic. <laughs> <laughs> so Die Harder, man. So this one was a very cold movie. Yeah, no I, shit. <laughs> and, and it joked about, you know, being another... It, it was another Christmas movie, yeah. but it wasn't yeah. as Christmassy, I think, as that first no. one. No. Uh, my, my favorite, and I'm just going to jump into it, my favorite thing with this movie was the uh, the clips, the ammunition oh, clips the with different the red, color and, clips, the blue, the red and the blue and finding out... John Amos. Oh, man. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, John plays, Amos was mm-hmm, awesome. In that. Yeah. And that really was a, a kind of a trick thing that was going on that you didn't see coming. Yeah, too. absolutely. And, and they didn't even spoon feed it. You kind of had to figure it out for yourself. No, it wasn't change, until... When they were changing the clips and you yeah. were like, wait, why are they changing clips now? Yeah. And then, not um, until he took that gun and sprayed, sprayed it everybody. Dennis Franz yeah. with it, yeah. man. Dennis Franz came in as that asshole cop, man. Mm-hmm. What's the He's line? good at that, though. What sets yeah. the, what sets the uh, alarm... Uh, the alarm off uh, faster. The uh, the shit in your brains, or the lead the lead in your ass, or the shit in your brains, <laughs> which makes absolutely no sense. But yeah. <laughs> such a great line. Uh, 
so yeah, he's stuck at the airport, man, yeah. and he just happens to see one thing that looks shady. Yeah, and he follows the guy into that luggage kind of thing, and it yep. just starts right from there. I mean, yeah. they don't even he sneaks by his own business, man. Yeah, I know, that's right? Well, then he's got one dead body, and that's when he contacts Reginald Val Johnson. Well, who but gets, he's who got waiting. Paid to, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's waiting on Holly to fly in. Yeah, it, it's it's fucking Holly, man. Yep. She's uh, just, bad juju, man. Yeah, just she leave her alone, is. and you you know none of this will happen. Now her and uh, and uh, Pecker from uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, and circle that uh, up right. top the whole movie too. They, they finally out. landed at the very, very end. I yeah. think. Well, but, yeah, because yeah. he sets the runway on yeah, fire, yeah, and yeah. he's like, "Holly, here's your landing light." <laughs> that that uh, mechanic that helped him. The, uh, I'll be damned if I got to clean up all this shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was great too in this. Yeah. So yeah, it just went down from one moment to another. Yeah. You had that. Um, he ended up working his way up to the tower at mm-hmm. some point after he realized. What Attention, was going Dulles on. Tower. Yeah. Attention, Dulles Tower. And you like, have that yeah. senator, the Fred Thompson, yeah. was the guy who ran the stuff up yep. there. But you had the black guy from Trespass, yeah, kind of older black guy mm-hmm. that helped him and said, "This is where they'll be." A very early, um, what's the T two thousands name? Uh, Robert, Robert Patrick. Patrick. He was one of the guys in the painters. Oh, outfits really? That were shooting him when they. Yeah. Uh, He's the one that got the that. headshot of the guy when they were going down the escalator, and he suddenly turned and he was pointing right at him. Huh. Uh, he said, "He said like a one-liner, uh, like uh, you've been set up or something like that." Have you seen this boy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that one, but it was just as cool. <laughs> well, thank you anyway. <laughs> but uh, one of my favorite scenes in this band is when they're. Uh, oh, we didn't even mention the bad guy. The bad guy played William. Uh, yeah, he's William great. Sadler. Yeah, and this who that opening scene. He's it doing was also naked in Trespass. Tai Chi and everything, and you can tell he was kind of a badass. Yeah, man. we were going to see. He him was play. also in Trespass, right? Yep, also yeah. in Trespass, man. But he made he was. Built in this movie, right? yeah, he was or maybe great. he is in most movies, but he's just not naked and doing tai chi, right? Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> right. I forgot about that. <laughs> and he's bringing back memories of my childhood. I don't want to remember too. The <laughs> 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 naked William Stadler, right? yes, very dude. integral part of my I don't childhood. Want to remember that? <laughs> uh, but through the whole movie, he's trying to release like a prison transfer yeah. for somebody that's coming in. Yeah. Uh, the Nero guy, the guy, the original Django. Uh, oh no, shit! Him. Yeah. yeah, and the, our guy from Enter the Ninja. Oh He's yeah, the guy who plays yeah. the guy that they're flying in. Wasn't I thought he was like a a Russian general. Yeah, he has like a beard in it, and he's yeah. trying to get him in. But because remember, Bruce at some point uh, knocks him the fuck out when he gets to the runway first. Yeah, before him and knocks him out. And that's when Bruce Willis has to. This is kind of when they went a little overboard with their action. When is when the he shark. when he put when they jumped the shark when they <laughs> pulled the uh, <clears throat> when he pulled the escape thing on the plane and he goes like in f- up. In front of the remember the plane oh, blows yeah, up and yeah. goes in front of the uh, camera and goes Aah! yeah yeah and then yeah. falls back down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my most memorable scenes is when he's fighting uh, all the guys out in the snow out the cabin and he gets the guy with the icicle. And the yes, eye. dude. Oh my god, oh, that was, so that was a nasty fight scene. Yeah, and people like that couldn't happen. Those no, that that absolutely, absolutely could happen. fucking yeah. happen, dude. What was your favorite scene from this? I think it was probably the painter scene, you know, when he found out that it was the blanks. I, I'm pretty sure that was the that scene was further he fa- on. Uh, the he found that out on the at the uh, in the snow at night. Okay, that's when they had changed it. Okay, well the uh, shootout, the shootout with the painters at the yeah, airport. that's when yeah. he's trying to get to the one pass that will release him to the uh, runway to uh, uh-huh. to get onto the plane. Yeah, either that or where uh, Holly knocks out Pecker. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a good scene. Yeah. That was a good scene. Uh, 
Yeah, he was an asshole. Yeah, he's, he was he, the one who got he's he got really good at, yeah. playing an asshole. Even in, in I, I can't genius. believe you guys. I was gonna say thank you for doing that because I was seriously thinking about. That I knew he was an asshole. Yeah, he was <laughs> <the> asshole. <laughs> he's like, can't believe you guys. Are yeah. <laughs> Every time I mention, you're like, I don't remember. I don't remember that. <laughs> I remember popcorn. Laszlo, <laughs> man, it's it's uh, it's what's his name from Napoleon Dynamite? No, 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 those are different. What? William Atherton from Real Genius is not the guy from. Uh, I got uh, yeah, they're completely different. One's a ginger, one's a brunette. <laughs> How do you Very different. <laughs> no, 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 no. One has Laszlo, a soul and one doesn't. Laszlo is the same guy as Uncle Rico from... Yeah, yeah, um, well, oh. That's Uncle Rico, but I'm, I'm talking about Pecker. Yeah, 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 right. I got you. So he's we, he's we're the, on the principal, same way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, let's let's go to your next one, which uh, this is the, the one you like the most. This is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, tell us which is greatest opening scene ever. Yeah. Oh, God. They, they send... I guess the killer said he was going to do something. He's going to had a bomb. Yeah. Well, at the very beginning, yeah. and the killer was played great by uh, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy yeah. Irons, really well yeah. done by Jeremy Irons. He was fucking buffed up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he wasn't big, but he was fucking cut. Yeah. Right. And he's he was, like was in that, his he was like late sixties or something. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. been working in the iron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> works his whole life. His whole life. And uh, so he had. He told he was. I mean, it he was kind of specifically asked for McCain. Yeah, it was kind of the premise of the whole movie. He just wanted him to do stuff. Yeah. So. Right. Well, because he was, you know, Gruber's. He was Gruber's brother. brother. Gruber's but there was yeah. also a ruse to that. What he ultimately yeah. wanted was the gold. Right. Yeah. That yeah. He was trying to steal yeah. from the reserve. Just kind of a two, you know, two for one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bonus. Yeah. He didn't like. Care oh, about I'm going to go brother. to the American. <laughs> I'm going to go to the reserve and steal all the gold. Yeah. McCain's in town. Yeah. Exactly. Shit. Right. McCain, <laughs> might as yeah. well get him. <laughs> well, it was, it was all about kind of distraction. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Diversion. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. Well done too. So what happens? When so they send him to like Harlem or somewhere wearing a yeah, sign Harlem, yep. in his underwear walking yeah. around. And you just see him walking and then they pan down to the sign. And I forget what it is. It was derogatory about black well, people. I hate like N-word. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> yeah. Was, it was Samuel Jackson was uh, a store owner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And he sees him. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Why you keep calling me Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> My name like, is Zeus, like like bolts in your ass, Zeus." He's like, "Call the cops, motherfucker!" Yeah, yeah, right. someone's about, to get, someone's about to get killed. Yeah, and he's like, "When those guys see you yeah. in about five seconds, yeah. they're gonna kill you. They're yeah. gonna kill you." He's like, "Act crazy." Yeah, you know? and before um, even that though, you heard the you heard the one kid in the background go, "What, what the, the fuck?" fuck? Yeah, oh, <laughs> and man. Then, uh, when they got close, mm. the knife. Hit the board, yeah. Just went boom, yeah. flying right at the board he was mm. wearing, man. Yeah, and he had to play kind of uh, crazy. But then Samuel kind of involved himself big time because he grabbed yeah. the gun from yeah. the back of. He was wearing it like almost diehard. Yeah, style right. Yeah, uh, in the, his back. So Samuel sees it when he starts getting beat down, and he grabs the gun and holds it on him. And so he said the perfect line. You know what those guys are doing to my shop right now? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> oh man. And he gets involved in it. Yep. And, uh Jeremy Irons kind of involves him in it too. So what was and your... it, it gives him like one of those like you got you got twenty seven yeah. minutes to get Dirty Harry. Yeah. halfway across it's New like York a scavenger City. Scavenger hunt. Like, it's like, totally a scavenger hunt. Yeah, yeah. the subway. Was, yeah, your... he gave him a bunch of and it was a riddle. Filling, the, filling the water was the one. That, yeah, and I had gotten that one. That one was really good. And the first one was to the phone booth where he just gave him that this guy went with seven wives to uh, Saint Ives. Yeah, like yeah, something and that whole. I don't know what the answer was. Just right. uh, <laughs> 27 prisons. Well, remember, they almost got it wrong, and Samuel had to hang up the phone. And he's like, no, the answer yeah. is the guy. 
guy, just right. the one guy. Just the one guy. And he calls up and he says, yeah, yeah, why don't you give us something easier next time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then they have to run and they get the cab and they're driving through uh, Central Park to get to the subway station because that's where... But the, the element of time running out yeah. is yeah. always yeah. really good. Well, and that's element. what he ultimately said with that bomb that was in the... Uh, School. In the, well, no, in the, before oh. that, the subway was the big diversion. Right. That's what brought all the cops and everyone to the subway because he, he exploded the bomb. And McCain said... We McLean. were never going to make it there. McLean. Uh, McLean. Yeah. What did I say? McCain. McCain? Yeah. <laughs> I, I might have watched that movie, too. <laughs> Guy was a maverick. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but McLean had said, there's no way we were going to make it to that bomb. That bomb was meant to go off. Right. And it, and it was. And I love, that was the entrance. We had heard him before it there, but the Ooh, entrance of Jeremy Irons, when he comes down and he sees the all the carnage that had happened because of the explosions, ah, somebody had fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then shortly after that, where it was connected, <laughs> we're like, what's around here? If this is a distraction, what's around here? And yeah. we're like, hey, this, this is where all the gold has been going off yeah, all day. Yeah, I know. Day. This is the, uh, like, what the... Federal Reserve yeah. or something. And yeah. he was just giving him a bullshit story like they were going to sink the ship and crash the markets. Yeah. yeah. And he was really just get, trying just to get a bunch of money yeah. in it and everything. Yeah. And, and realistically, yeah. he didn't. I remember my favorite scene now is where they discover the mixture of the two oh. liquids that are make oh, the, yeah. the explosive. And oh, they yeah. just use a fucking paper clip. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they mix it together and throw it. And yeah. it just like throws that chair like yeah. four feet in Colin the air. Colin Camp flips, flips the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, that was that great scene that uh, in the school that you were saying oh, where they the, had... Uh, when the two big vats of yeah, I mean, like, yeah, he stayed in to try to diffuse the thing. Yeah, and then like it was a dud. Yeah, yeah. well, no, it sprayed. Yeah. Like, it got him on the face, syrup, like all over his face. Yeah, it was, like, and he was like, "Come on, syrup. what do you think? I'm gonna kill a bunch of kids?" Yeah. He's like, "No." He's like, "I'm a, I'm a, I'm a soldier. soldier. Yeah. I'm not a madman." Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. even said, remember when McLean was taunting him later on, your brother was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he was an asshole. Yeah. You got his number, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and like, you know, the, the ongoing joke about the fact that he's hung over and all he wants is a fucking aspirin. aspirin and yeah. then at the end, Jeremy he Irons gives him the aspirin, you know, it's, it's yeah. good stuff. It was fun, man. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And also a lot of fun was, and it was, uh, I looked up the date. So the first one was 88. Then two years later was Die Harder. Five years later was Die Hard with a Vengeance. And then 12 years later, Jesus. 2007, is when uh, Live Free or Die Hard came out. And I was super excited when I heard this. Another one out. with like his son his, or something? That's just a long one. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. Uh, that one with, yeah, and his daughter. And Timothy Allfat was right. the bad guy. And the Asian girl was like that... The, uh, Kick the muscle uh, for him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. She was bad. Oh, like, she was badass. Margie, did, he, did he toss her down an elevator shaft? Yeah, <laughs> later he, on, he says, he I, called I, her, I threw you. I bitch. threw your Asian <laughs> bitch down the, uh, yeah. on the elevator shaft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sorry about that. Yeah. It, it was Timothy Alvin's girlfriend, too. Yeah. So yeah. Pissed, yeah. Right? And he was great in that role. He, yeah, he, and he was villain. devious as like a computer hacker. He's like, oh, really? Watch this. Boom. Like car accident. You know what I mean? Or lights being like taken out and all this stuff. So it was really fun. And I love the Justin Long character who had to just be that buddy sidekick to Bruce Willis. And when yeah. I heard they cast him, I was like, oh. Yeah, man. I... Because he was just... He played Mac. Well, at first... On the, commu- we, on the computer commercials. Remember yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Apple commercials? Oh, yeah. Mac yeah. Apple. yeah. It was Mac. Yeah. And that's all I ever knew him as. Jeepers Creepers. I think I had I don't seen, remember I think him Jeepers seen. Creepers came up before this, so I had known him from Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, and then uh, um, he was in a couple more that I've seen. He was he in was, Dodgeball, but that was, was in, after this, I think. He was in Waiting. Waiting was uh, fucking hysterical. Yeah, that might have been before 2007 also, mm-hmm. I think. I think it was. Yeah. So he had been in random stuff. But I think when it was first announced, everyone thought he was going to play his son. And then we were kind of right, happy yeah. when he wasn't. And yeah. then I think Elizabeth he was wins. funny. Didn't the, actually was, wasn't the daughter the same was. girl from uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane? I'm pretty sure that's who his daughter was. 
I think you're Elizabeth, right. Elizabeth uh, Winstead. I yeah, think her I name think is. you're right. Yeah, and uh, what was the other movie she was in? Um, Death Proof. Mm. So I think that was, and she was great. She was that like tough ch- uh, chick. Uh, but remember, there was the elevator scene with her uh, where she got stuck in the elevator and she had to, he had to try to communicate with her. Uh, but one of my favorite scenes was when they obviously went to have to visit Kevin Smith. Yeah. And yeah. They had to take like a helicopter <laughs> and fly kind of off the radar and everything. Yeah. And Justin Long has kind of built Kevin Smith up as to this like computer hacker. And if anybody knows, it's the, uh, is he the wizard the or something uh, like that? Yeah, I don't <laughs> something like that. Yeah. He had like this code name or yeah, something. Warlock. He living in, Warlock. Well, yeah. I think it was Warlock. Like, living in his was, mom's basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he keeps yelling at his mom, Bob! Shut up, mom. Yeah. I got you guys want some bagel bites? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, he had that line where he says, Oh, uh, you know the Fet? He says, Oh, you know the Fet? Yeah. He says, No, I don't watch Star Trek. He's like, Who, oh, who yeah. is this guy? <laughs> you, you brought, brought my guy in into the lair? lair? <laughs> yeah. Lair, it's a basement. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he has to help him later it's on. It's an action it? figure. Yeah, well, and he gets, fun, he gets man. a good deal out of it. Like, he gets his name cleared or something like yeah. that, or um, he gets some kind of special favor <laughs> yeah. or something. But yeah. really, I, my favorite scene was that elevator scene, man, mm-hmm. where that car, he just drove down into the elevator shaft with her on the end of it, and they were both climbing on it, trying to get onto the cables. Uh-huh. And at some point, he was... She, he was in the vehicle, but the vehicle had that like back window smashed out. Right. And he had held onto the cable. Yeah, that was a good and shot. It, like, and it dropped. Yeah. With him past still in him. it, yeah. passed him through yeah. his body. And then they were just trying to climb up, and he was trying to take her out. And she was tough, man. She's gone on to do a career of uh, tough films. Her and uh, there's another uh, uh, girl I confuse her with, the girl who played uh, Deathstroke in uh, X-Men, the one from X2 that had the the nails just like Wolverine. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I yeah, do yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Hugh, I think her name is Lisa Hugh, I think. She uh-huh. she played uh one of the girls from the doors that hung out with them. Oh yeah. Yeah, one of the I think oh, it was Robin Krieger's groupies. wife or yeah. something. Yeah. She was really good. She went on to do a whole bunch of action films, but so did Maggie Q. I can't remember the other movies Maggie Q was famous for, but she's been good in all of them. She was in Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury. Yeah. That was another great one. Yeah, she was. She was badass in that one. We just um, talked about that. Yeah, I, I think my favorite scene in that movie is they're being chased by the helicopter, and it's a great chase scene, and they end up going underneath into the tunnel, and uh, at some point, like, they're coming out, and they see the helicopters coming down, yeah. and they both jump out of the car, and Bruce Willis, I mean, I know this would never happen, but I love the scene, Bruce Willis makes it hit, like, this ramp of yeah. some sort, and it goes up and takes the fucking helicopter <laughs> out, like, oh, dude, it's great. <laughs> yeah, that helicopter in, like, the underpass. Right, yeah, exactly. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic film. I did not care for the last one, so when I uh, yeah, unless no, you guys want to talk no, about it, nah. it really was almost unwatchable. Yeah. That wasn't Bruce's fault. Bruce no. was still Bruce is still Bruce. He gives you a, movies, he man. gives you what you need him to give you, yeah. but if the script sucks, and he's still doing great stuff. I mean, he's going to be amazing in Glass, you know. And oh, he's yeah, almost dude, timeless. Uh, if we could look the way he looks or be as physical as the way he is at the age he is, because yeah. he's like, I think he's like. Mom's age. I think he was born in like fifty five. Well, he might more. He'll probably more. He'll probably yeah. morph into a different oh, type I of character when he yeah. gets older too. Yeah, I mean, like, he still hasn't really. But yeah, dude, I, he'll be acting forever. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, he will be. And yeah, he, he's really good, man. Yeah. And like I said, he's he's been Hollywood gold for a lot of people. Uh, that he's come onto their productions too, because people hear Bruce Willis, you, you kind of expect a certain type of uh, movie yeah. and everything. But I love that he is always kind of uh, 
he's always kind of skirted that line between comedy and uh, and action. Absolutely, he and, he, and he does do it really well. He could come on and do stuff like the whole nine yards and just be funny even his well. action yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, sarcastic well, comedy. No, like, and dramas, and he's been in dramas. I remember the uh, another movie we didn't talk about where he wasn't in it a whole lot, but he was powerful as hell, and it was The Siege mm-hmm. with uh, Denzel Washington, mm. where he was the leader of the militant group that kind of came in to, uh, to take over the uh, when the president signed off on uh, uh, martial law. He oh, was the one yeah, that yeah. Uh, okay. ran the military and everything, and they tried to get him to go. He says, no, that time is gone, man. I am here now, and this is what we're going to do, man. So huh. Even in, uh, you know, in another movie, he played a really straight-laced kind of soldier was the Tears of the Sun. You ever seen I that one? I, saw that. I, I was really that. good, man. He was really, really good in that. Where he had to, oh, he had is to that go. That the one where the guy gets napalmed and his legs peel off. Ooh, maybe. I don't remember. I, the, I think I've the seen only of, that scene. He had to go to the uh, the church to rescue like this one nun, and the nun and escort her out with mm-hmm. his team. And yeah. he was like, uh, the nun's like, I'm not going without all these people we have here. So he has to like kind of parade oh, this wow. whole group of people out of there to rescue them and. Uh, it was really intense, man. Wow. Uh, but like you said, Color of Nights, he's got uh, uh, Mortal Thoughts. There were to- so many like really great Bruce Willis movies we could have put on here. What does he have coming out? Glass. What has he Glass. done recently? But I know he has Red, Red out. 2. Yeah, those were I good. Guess. And I like the first one. I, I like the first Red. I thought yeah. it was good. But the, I like that because of Malkovich. I thought Malkovich was yeah. over Yeah, and uh, who's the who's the lady in that one? Uh, oh, yeah, Helen Mirren. She was yeah, great. She's that. awesome, yeah. man. I love Helen Mirren um, and everything. You know, well, and the other thing, too, is like, you know, the, the line of comedy and action. And, you know, I've mentioned it a couple of times, but just specifically one thing. Like, I love where I think it's him and Danny Aiello. Yeah. Are are like you know dancing yeah, yeah. are dancing along to yeah. the songs in Hudson Hawk like I you know that's that's one of my favorite things that he's done just because it's <laughs> look, so silly isn't you know? he look who's talking yeah yeah, yeah absolutely voice. he was the voice of Mikey <laughs> hey look there's another arm coming in down there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder when I'm gonna be able to t- yeah. uh, pull on that <laughs> he was one of the best things about that movie oh yeah absolutely he was so funny absolutely. as that voice <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, a it's quite milk possible. in your eye. <laughs> it's quite, he's one of those actors that it's quite possible that he hasn't even done his best thing yet. Yeah. You know, and we just don't even know it. I mean, I don't know. What was your favorite movie that he has done? If you had to pick oh, any of these wow. movies we've talked about or any of the movies we haven't talked about. Probably Looper if we're talking about anything. Um, really? That's you know, an interesting one. Those on the, I mean, I'm sure there's something that I'm not thinking of. Um, but Jackal, I really, I'd have to say, was my Jackal favorite. Jackal is so He was great to, in that, too, so yeah. To and I mean, Die Hard is just Die Hard. It's a standalone, you know. If you're talking Bruce Willis, of course you're talking <laughs> Die Hard. Four Rooms, I forgot yeah. he was in there. Oh, show. yeah, man. I loved him in Sin City, man. I loved him as that kind of... Uh, uh, older type of character that's kind of beaten down and just trying to uh, hang on to whatever he can and do one last good deed yeah. before he kind of checks out. Yeah. But even like like I said, with Death Becomes or being able to play that weaselly, frightened kind of character that will scream at any kind of uh, yeah. loud noise. Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing. I, is I think one. that's one of my favorites. <clears throat> that's, a, that's a concept and a script that's been redone and redone and redone. Over and over again, where that stranger had comes into town, plays he kind everybody of back, plays and forth. everyone against each Which other. Which is the same thing as Lucky Number Seven. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the Seven Samurai, I think, is the original. That original Kurosawa movie is the mm-hmm. original person who kind of brought that concept in uh, to do. But it's it's ripe for everyone to do every once in a while. You know, 
Yeah, he was fabulous in that movie. Like you said, like I said, he was. I even liked him in the Expendables and yeah. stuff that he can come in and just Mr. Church. Yeah, <laughs> he was great. So he has a credit for uh, Beavis and Butthead Do America. Yeah, he was a voice. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was, that's uh, awesome. Demi was in it too. Yeah, at that no, time. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny, man. <laughs> so yeah, that's Bruce Willis, man. Um, we kissed your ass for two hours and 23 minutes and, hopefully uh, you appreciate it i know yeah. right <laughs> i don't know if he's on twitter or not. well you should tell yeah, him how to get a hold of us yeah oh hey good job i like that idea well bruce if you would like to listen to any of our other episodes, <laughs> you want to come on and join the pod we'll do your movie we'll do it again and you can give us some insight or if you're listening and you know bruce you can uh you can tell us about us we'd love to be able to come in and uh talk about a lot of his flicks We'll do a whole separate pod with him. <laughs> <laughs> just for you. And uh, so you can get a hold of us on iTunes or SoundCloud. And we're also on Facebook. Every once in a while, there'll Are be something know? like a cool rap or something being put on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, that's on uh, Fascinated with Films on Facebook or our at Dupree Podcast is where we will be at on Twitter. And then if you want to get a hold of us through email, it's fastdaywithfilms at gmail.com. Right. I don't think what's happening next week. Uh, I think the next one's coming out might be the one I'm doing up north with my cousin. But in, in the next coming pods, I know we have another director pod coming up, and we have our disaster catastrophe uh, pod coming up. Nice. And uh, there's another one. Oh, there's a very famous franchise that gets a new movie oh, coming yes. Thanksgiving, and we are going to be talking about the. Six, seven, the seven. Yeah, you include the first, the other one. Uh, it might even be eight. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to research that. Yeah. So we're gonna do a great franchise one. We'll keep you guessing. Just just check out the movies that are coming out on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Screw it, I'm gonna tell you. It's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do a, a Rocky franchise coming up too, and it'll be a fun one to listen to. So until next time, see ya. Peace. Bye. Any survivors?